Two fat dudes will continue a shitty podcast. And a couple days after the ball drops, they'll start to show back up. Welcome yourselves to 2021. I'm Mike Busey, joined by my co-host from the year 2021, Miguel Colon Jr. Coming at you from the future. Here we go, guys. Um, We're about to start the fucking show. 24th episode. Two dozen. My shit sounds really muffled. I didn't want to say that, but it, I haven't touched it. No, I know. I'm, I'm touching it over here. Oh, well. It's because when y'all started talking, y'all are way louder than any time. Oh, okay. Here we go. And can you hear that, Miguel? Does I can better? hear it. Well, New Year, same same shit. Good. It's always going to be a technical Good. I want, I want, I want, it, I want something to hold us back and keep us down so that we don't get too, keep too us humble. egotistical. Yeah. Keep us Because, I mean, when you're broadcasting a podcast from basically a party city slash spirit Halloween store like we are, it's real easy to think that you're better than other people. It's true. I wonder if I, – I think we should – because if you guys – if you're ever uh, watching the podcast and the videos, we, we're in the basically our room with all of our costumes and masks and everything – and I, I feel like we should we should like just interview like people like this is a spirit Halloween store like it's a satellite location and just bring them in here from time to time and be like welcome, we operate the only year round spirit Halloween store and we want to talk to you about your ability to make this company grow. I've wanted to fuck with people so many times when they first show up. It's been my fantasy to like meet a chick on the internet. And then her know nothing about me. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, want to hang out? Okay, cool. Come hang out. And then boom, bitch, you're in a fucking carnival in some fucking crazy ass house. And we should do, we should do like, like, like the great Tinder games where they come here and then they're all like in the hallway and I just come up from the staircase. And I'm like, welcome, ladies. One of you will win a date with Michael Busey. And if you survive the date, the mansion's yours. One of these, one girl, uh, a super little bougie ass chick showed bougie. up here. And I, I forget it was. Like we had a bunch of, like, it was like a big celebrity party or something. House was fucking great, great ratio, great vibes. And there was this one girl that came into the front door and she sat there with her arms folded, like, right there, like, by the basketball arcade machine, Hoop Fever. And. Whoa, it'll be name driving. They're not sponsoring. Yeah, for real. Uh, that's one thing that I bought that I always wanted, by the way. Anyways, um, so. I guess her friend's like, yeah, she she uh, she left. She felt really awkward, and like she was like, she felt like creeped out. I was like, creeped out. I was like, bitch, this is in my last house. It was fucking. I had people show up. The mailman and the the mail lady, whatever, did not want to even deliver mail to the house. The female they said, man. The female. The female. The woman. Female man. The a woman. Did you hear that guy that said a woman mm-hmm. on on the on the prayer? He was saying amen and a woman. And I guess Latin amen means like, so let it be, you know. Yeah. The guy was just trying to be politically correct, took it a little too far. Oh, man. Made it really awkward. Oh, now everyone's man. clowning them. But anyways, um, yeah, I was like, there was the one time I was selling one of Jetta's pugs and this nice, wholesome, like soccer mom woman showed up. She called me and said, hey, I think it went the wrong way. I was like, oh, okay, so what do you see? She's like. I don't know. And like weird, creepy ass house with a giant fucking skull on it. I was like, oh, you're in the right place. She goes, oh, um, let me call you back. 
And then, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Never heard from that fucking lady ever. Mommy, again. where's our dog? We don't get a dog. We're going to church again. Yeah, she just drove like two hours and she saw the house. She's like, I don't think so. If the pugs came from there, we're not fucking with it. I don't want a Baphomet pug. And, and I'm thinking like you should have like a pentagram in blood and the pug just laid in the middle and you're like, you want me to conjure you another one or is this one good? I just one guy, because um, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, over the holidays, there's now a, a new addition to our family. There's another new female pug. She is her name is now officially Piper. How long did she go without a name since Christmas? Two weeks. No, since your birthday. Yeah. Well, two weeks. So she had no name. She was just just a pug. That with no name, a little pretty little girl. Just pug. a small town pug. And Jetta hates her because she's a jealous bitch and she's not fucking. Jetta has not been feeling it since the. Yo, the minute she walked in, it's like the hot new blonde at blonde actress walked on set, yeah. and like the old soap opera chick was like, no, no, no. Like the minute she came in this house, Jetta was not feeling it hardcore. Yeah, it, it. She was like, definitely like, oh hell no! Nah. When the fuck is this fucking puppy getting the fuck out of here? So yeah. I think she's starting to think that the dog's staying. So she's looking at me like, I feel like I betrayed my best friend. She's like, oh you motherfucker. Does she? Does she not want to like cuddle with you as sometimes, much? Sometimes no. Sometimes she'll look at me. And she's like, mm mm nah 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 nah. I ain't fucking with you. You didn't have the talk with Jetta that you've had to have with Courtney. Be like, yo man, this heart don't belong to this, this the streets, baby. No. I had to give Jetta extra love. Uh, I had to like when I walk into the room, I I make sure I address Jetta first, and like give her extra cuddles, and then it's like I feel like I'm having. This like, is how like two... a polygamist must have to live, because like, oh. you know if you're a polygamist, you got that first wife, and then later on you got the second one, and if you're second and third wife in it, they're getting hotter, they're not getting less hot, you know. So when you're like a polygamist out in Utah, you know you gotta look at like your ugly wife and be like, hey Betty Jean, you know you my favorite. Yeah, so since we last talked, we've had um, my birthday, which felt like it went on for weeks. Uh, we had the roast. We had the party. We had a New Year's Eve party. And here we are now. Yeah. A week later after the New Year's Eve party. And there's still fucking confetti everywhere. Well, confetti never goes. Now I think about all those venues we did shows and we close it out with the confetti cannon and the so. wet floors. And then we're like, bye. And there's always some like bar back, like you motherfuckers. Oh, I could I could tell you stories. Uh, there's definitely some times where they're like, you could never do that shit here again, never. And I'm like, do what? It's like we have milk seeping through the stage down into the green room. I remember I we're doing a I don't know if it was slide and ride or it was somewhere. And they're like, yeah. So basically, as long as the floor doesn't get wet, we're cool. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, one time I got paid to do a show that we actually didn't do anything because I guess the promoter booked us. The club owner knew nothing about me or the show. And he's like, hey, so, uh, yeah, so tell me about the show. What, what is it like? And I was Every like, club owner is from the Mediterranean. When you do That was Italian. Voice. Okay, that was my attempt <laughs> Yeah, they're Italian. all mad. They're like, hey, I'm like a music. This is uh, North Carolina. My name's Carlo. You know, <laughs> this is down in Fort Lauderdale. For the, just to keep the, the the integrity of the story, and this guy was like, "So what? What kind of shoot is this? What are you telling me?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, it's like you know, like girls going wild meets like jackass meets like double dare meets Gallagher." He's like, "I love Gallagher." <laughs> That's the part that got him. Yeah, shut the fuck up. 
I love Gallagher. But then someone at the bar showed him, like one of his bartenders, like, oh, yeah, this is just crazy. They they got clowns and midgets and fucking strippers and fucking shits flying everywhere. And he's like, oh, uh, no, let's just uh, let you have you host tonight. I was like, uh, okay. So we have the entire trailer unloaded. Stripper poles, there's, there's fucking cannons. There's a whole prop table with like dildos and cocoa syrup and milk. And, and this is like pre-Adam days, so nobody enjoyed loading and unloading. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was the poor the poor props and the production. It was more like a mission to get the fuck out and hurry up and get to the hotel so we can all have sex. That's what the mission was before. So, uh, this it always started set up nice, but then it would it you know at the end of the night it's like throw this shit in here, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But um. This club was like really, really fancy and it had like white sheets and like cabanas everywhere. And I remember we were, I was the only white person there and everybody else was Italian just like this guy. No, it was, it was, it was an urban crowd. It was really dark in there and Greek. Oh yeah. Very good tanned Greeks. And, uh, and they were really into trick daddy and, and fucking plies and stuff, you know? Yeah. And, uh, they were like, they were fucking with it, but they didn't know what to think. And when you go to like a club where there's a bunch of hood motherfuckers, they are not like trying to like get wild, like dancing. They're kind of like, oh, just like kind of meme. So the uncomfortable game where you take two dudes naked to each other didn't fly at this venue, Michael. Surely no, you we actually didn't have to do anything. And I guess some guy just got like drafted by the NBA or something. And he, he like rented this VIP section, which was like our stage at the same time. So we just sat around like, and everyone was all dressed up like dominatrix fucking circus clowns, and I'm just standing there, and we were just sitting there the whole fucking show, and dude was just so I felt like we were doing a private party, and we didn't do one single thing, like nothing, nothing came out of the canisters, nothing. You just sat there looking weird. The yeah, whole we like, just drank and was, got drunk and just partied. It was like an was exhibit awkward. with white people. They were like, you see, they're weird. Yeah, it was. We've done a lot of hood shit. Like we did a there's a club in Tampa called Club Sky and it's like super hood. And we we hosted a Halloween uh party there one year and it was they were definitely like Uh so what you gonna do here? You gonna you going the girls be fire? Oh shit. Damn, is that a midget? And they were like, What the fuck is going on in here? They didn't know but they were fucking with they were they were they were fucking. That was a good crowd that night. The people down south are like kind of bougie yeah or like miami for a lot of yeah. they're like too scared to like have fun like if you were doing this in a duval club they'd be like bring some more fucking midgets yeah but down in miami for lauderdale they, they like to have fun so they say but they're not I like, feel really like about miami, that like fort lauderdale uh all that area likes to show off more than they like to have fun yeah. like it's about how you look and what you see not what's actually going down and nothing's worse like um if you're an artist and you're performing in front of a crowd and they're not really like your followers and they don't really know what the fuck to think. So you have like a very small window to either win them over or they're like, fuck this. That's how it is with comedy. When you in, when you're in a whole nother city and you don't know the vibe, like uh, when you're out in the Midwest and stuff and you're like, I don't even know this whole, I've known nothing about this town. There's not a fucking gas station. That's my gas station. here. There's nothing, you know, you don't know what's how to relate to them. You don't. So you got You got to just win them quick in those first couple minutes. And then once you win them, they'll start, they'll start, they'll allow you to teach them shit. They'll let you make mistakes, but you also can't fake it with crowds. What a lot of people don't get to. A lot of people try to be like Google. What's the cool spot around here? What's the, this, 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 yeah. and that shit, you know, 
when they know it's fake, when a crowd smells fake, they'll turn so quick on you. Oh, I, I mean, you know, you've seen me uh, perform in front of some of the hardest crowds ever. Yeah. I mean, I've done everything from super hood clubs to biker gangs. I mean, gangs like as in one percenters and shit. Yeah. Uh, motor clubs, however you want to pronounce it. And uh, juggalos. They're juggalos are some of the hardest because they come from a world of like they've they finally accepted. They all accept each other. But the outside world has had no love for them. So it's hard to come in there unless they believe you're one of them. In the Even moment. when I was really broke, real, real, real broke, they were like, oh, this motherfucker, fuck this motherfucker. I heard he got electricity and shit. Fuck him. He ain't shit. This old shower washing. Oh, this motherfucker got internet. Fuck him. He ain't shit. And then I'm just like, no. And then, and then when then they see you show up with like a fucking really expensive tour bus, you're like, hey, you know. We're going to gathering the juggalos next week. Let's not wash anything for a couple of weeks and let's just like go in, like look average. <laughs> Here's one of my favorite stories from leaving the gathering the juggalo. I was riding the sprinter van out and you were riding with me to go to the hotel and charge up phones and oh, get God, internet. I know exactly what you're going to say. And Mike's like hiding. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, no, man, these motherfuckers can't know I left. If they think that I'm leaving to go to a hotel, they're going to fucking turn on us. Listen, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an energy you feel in the air when you show up to a hotel and 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 uh juggalo see each other it's this awkward first couple seconds because you're like oh shit they know i'm a bougie juggalo oh hotel staying they size you up and they're like oh so this motherfucker got a job Mm, is he really about that life Mm." hey they i was coming back that one time i was coming I, i got the bump box sprinter van i would come and go do all our shopping pick people up and i'm coming back and we have to ride through it's like riding through a refugee camp there's just sand and dust and people walking all around you and i'm riding down this like one lane dirt road you know the one on the hill and everybody's and all of a sudden this dude started slapping the side of the bus and doug rolls the window down and doug's like don't fucking slap the side of the bus and then they all or the van nope. they all start smacking worst it. thing to do and then we just roll the window up and me and doug are listening to fucking uh the highway man and we're just quietly listening like i was a highway man along the coast as jugglers are pushing and slapping the van i, I we're refer, playing it off i refer uh performing from the, the gathering of the jugglers or any jugglers it's like they can smell if you're bullshit and yeah. and most of them love me but there's some of them they're like fuck that motherfucker and I get it, but it's some of them just really. It's it's like any type of group of people. You can't judge the bad apples on the whole like the whole the whole group of people. You know, obviously, and uh, telling like hosting. I've had the the pleasure of hosting the Gathering Juggalo six years in a row. So before me it was Ric Flair, Charlie Sheen, and then they went to Mike Busey, and then I hosted it six years in a row. And being up there on stage. Especially the first couple of years, because some of them didn't really know what the fuck was up. Same same thing when we went to Oklahoma. There was like I realized like oh shit. So there's East Coast juggalos, there's West Coast juggalos, and not all the juggalos from the East Coast made it out here to Oklahoma. <laughs> so it was a whole new crew. Of to, like, it was basically Juggalai. Yeah, it was a whole other vibe of like they were sizing us up. Like they knew who we were from you know seeing us other stuff before, but they didn't they didn't like really. They they didn't show as much love as the other when we did stuff in and because uh, the other guy's been seeing you for years. Yeah. So, but it's comparable to like a white guy telling black jokes at the Apollo. Like if you got to fucking be on your shit when you go out there because they will literally, 
I mean, I've seen just in my personal experience explosives thrown on stage, fucking bottles, glass, rocks, no remorse. And I got real, real lucky the very first year because it's not a matter are they going to throw shit. It's a matter of are they going to hit you directly in the head. Yeah. The only person I saw, you you know what was amazing? During KRS-One's performance, nobody threw any fireworks. That was fucking wild. It's weird because, like, um, um, if you don't know about the Juggalo culture and the movement, it's one of the coolest, most unique things ever. They don't give a fuck, and they 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 are into the what they're into, and they're, they're very like, hospitable. Once once you know once they, they, once they accept you, and they know that you're not it's like there. Jawas in Star Wars, like the Sand People. You know? It's a it's a very uh, a unique experience, and. I've seen them do some fucked up shit. Juggalo Justice is fucking nasty. I've had to personally advise friends that were about to perform, and they're like, "Yo, Mike, like, like come here, I'm gonna talk to you real quick." And I remember like telling, I, I was personally responsible for Machine Gun Kelly performing because he thought him and ICP had like beef, and and then they thought that he didn't like them, but uh, their management was like, "Yo." We really want him to perform at the gathering this year. And this happened for a couple of years. So one year they put the pressure on me and I literally had to like talk to, to Kells, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, and was like, yo, hey, they really want you to come. Like, do you, will you come? He's like, man, I thought they had beef. I was like, no, no. So here I'm talking to like fucking Violent J and was like, yo, he's maybe down, but he thought he had beef. Like, no, man, we thought he had beef. I was like, no, no one has beef. So here I'm negotiating rapper beef fucking rumors and squashing it and then i literally was like all right i'm gonna put y'all on three-way i'm gonna call y'all all right blah blah, blah. And i'm like yo hey machine gun kelly meet violent J, icp insane clump buzzy icp meet machine gun kelly They're like, yo what's up what up man we fucking love him and i just sat there for a good 15 minutes on the phone and listened to them just like broed out and then, then that's what happened. That's how he performed was through me. And then he was, um, we introduced him and stuff. And but before he went on stage, he was like, "Yo, Mike, let me get at you real quick." And I was like, "Yeah, what's up?" And he's like, "Hey, so like, give us like the whole his whole band like Rook and everyone's like around like, yo, what, so what you do?" I was like, "Listen, here's the deal. First, first and foremost, always keep your eye on the horizon. Don't ever look away for too long." Yeah. You will get hit with some shit. Don't necessarily go to the very front of the stage. And if you can't see, scoot back and kind of it's the light. Because these are ginormous stages, by the way. Yeah. Thousands, thousands of people. It's a huge festival that they have every year. There's no rules. Nudity, drugs, fucking bare knuckle fights. When you're in there, Weird shit going on everywhere. I, I noticed this, too. When you're inside of that, you're in there. Like, your life is in there now. Nobody's coming to help you from the outside world. It's like your mom and dad, when they first dropped you off your first day of school, it's like, oh, it's on you from here, motherfucker. Yeah, but school is in Fallujah, you yeah. know, and, and shit is burning everywhere. The smell of porty potties overflowing. I will never forget the smell of porta potties on fire. Watching uh, hooligans run around burning trash cans in the middle of the night. You know that end scene in Platoon where Charlie Sheen's just looking at everything and it's all shit? That's what that's what it was walking around the last night of the gathering of the juggalo. And it's not like some of these pussy festivals they like end at midnight. No, they're like six, seven AM. There's butt naked people walking around like whoop whoop. Hey, you want some hot dogs that were fucking soaked in Fago and they're like purple and shit. 
and you got to know how to like vibe. And luckily, I've been around some really weird shit my whole life. So like me and the, me and the 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 the, the, the juggalos have a very we have a lot of similarities. You know, coming from nothing, poverty. You know, blue collar, little fucking wild, little ratchet. Don't give a fuck. I saw people you know. walking into the gathering carrying like handfuls of stuff that they owned and i know that they weren't carrying that to the gathering they've literally just been carrying that for months oh no, they go on pilgrimage hajia around the world from couch to couch i've had guys tell me yo i snuck in here i just i just fucking hitchhiked fucking two thousand miles to come to this like it's like their annual pilgrimage but um yeah fucking that's where a lot of things changed for me 2014 uh that 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 sprung the the Vice articles, the TMZ stuff, and then we just kind of ran with it. We did a bunch of TV shows. We had all the drama of the county, and then four years ago we came here to Sauce Castle Eight. So let me ask you this: two thousand twenty-one, two thousand twenty-one. In the past twenty years, is there a year you could think of that was your worst year that you really feel was your worst year? Well, I mean, other than two thousand twenty being complete dog shit, I still feel so blessed and so much more like. I'm still in the right area. I'm no, it's it's like you know you're you're doing what you need to be doing, but it kind of got put on pause. I feel like right. the whole year was like, I feel like no one knew, but like it was like, yo, hey, everyone just take the year off. It's like, like this the school gonna... burned down, and it was so far into the year they're like, hey, everybody gets a B, just don't come. We'll we'll start again next year. Yeah, I but, mean, I remember when you're younger when a hurricane come and you get like the day off. You're like that was like our snow days. Yeah. But it was like, yo, these motherfuckers, like, there's people that still have not yet gone back to normal life. And we live in Florida. Everything's open. There are still states all across this country that have shit shut the fuck down, yeah. boarded up, and it's just a different world we live in. And it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, I, I don't even like the numbers 2021. Just, I just, 2020 just seemed so fucking cool. It had so much. It had a lot going so for it. So much promise. It was, it was basically like a number one draft pick that shit the bed. Yeah, like twenty, because exactly. it because in twenty nineteen we were like, bro, every holidays on a Saturday. There's this many extra Fridays. Friday the thirteenth twice in one year. Twenty twenty, where we fucked up was we were like, twenty twenty is gonna be a memorable year, and we I mean, were 100% I was guilty of it. Right. I had the best New Year's Eve ever. I had sex with multiple hot women. Uh, had a fucking great time. Great fireworks. Great vibe. Everyone looked nice. It was a great fucking like, wow. Here we go. And then we went from there. To Miami, to Vegas, to it New York, started, to Columbia. It started with Kobe Bryant dying. Literally, that was the beginning of what the fuck's you know, about to I happen. I didn't even think about that. It started with Kobe, bro. I was supposed to be on a helicopter that same morning. I canceled. Remember, you were the yeah. one that booked it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Give me a helicopter. Hey. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm going to take, take this girl on a helicopter. I'll take this girl on a helicopter. And then I like how it kept changing to be like, no, I want him to land in the valley and we'll have lunch. I'm like, they don't, they don't even offer that. Like, what the fuck? Miguel, make it happen. <laughs> yeah, like, and upgrade then, the package to the Grand Canyon fucking landing fucking champagne experience. And then and then we got all got the news that Kobe Bryant passed away. And then I thought to myself, now's the time to book a helicopter because they definitely have a lot of cancellations. Oh, they like, they didn't even question why we were canceling. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to we're going to set this one out. Yeah, but it started with Kobe, man. And that was such big news, Kobe his daughter and the other people on the, on the on the helicopter, which I always feel like an asshole because I cannot name any of the other people that were on the helicopter. It sucks. Don't ever die with someone famous cuz you are not getting fucking listed. Unless the person's like, you know, unless it's like JC Shazay and it's like your name, and Watch then they're also like, mouth. and J.C. Chazé was on there too, you know? Yeah. Um, so, 
Here we are, guys. I hope this is everything you expected to be. 2021. This is the first show. Uh, I want to say thank you so fucking much uh, for listening uh, all of last year. And hopefully uh, you'll continue to listen. Hopefully we're entertaining you guys. A lot. Of, we get a lot of fucking amazing feedback, and we do enjoy it. So keep keep stroking our egos. Keep petting us on the back. You know, we love the comments. We love the messages. Uh, the best thing you do is uh, turn a friend on to us, you know. Uh, or... Maybe you live in Fallujah and you can't come here, but you still want to support us. Uh, that's how you support us, by becoming a member. That's how you, you employ several people. You uh, are part of contributing to a fucking a place that is, like, the most magical place ever. Except there's, you know, there's a lot of bills here. It's not cheap to run this operation in this business. And this is the thing that we don't actually make money off. So if you ever feel more if we have ever made you laugh entertain you at any and throughout last year and, and this year to come become a member come see all the uncensored content uh we're, we're uploading stuff every day you see years and you literally won't if we had a contest to say hey has anyone ever seen everything on the site and it, there's no way they have because i haven't even seen everything there's and i've uploaded the shit where i paid someone to do but the moral of the story is there's a lot of shit on there and uh and then not to mention you get to come to the events if you were a member, you literally get to come to my birthday party and a New Year's Eve party, like almost within weeks, and had the time of your life, hopefully. And and we've fucking been editing things, we've been putting things out, and uh, we're, you know, I don't want to be that typical, like oh, New Year, new me. No, we were on fire before all this shit happened. It's just now I just don't want to like count my count my chickens before they hatch. I kind of want to just like chill. We had a big twenty twenty planned, and you know everything got folded on. What's one of the 2020 plans that you really wish we had got to do. Well, I was supposed to go to Europe for a month and probably get arrested in multiple countries. I am so glad we didn't do the European month. Watch because, your fucking mouth. Because I think when we planned that, that was before we even went to Colombia. Miguel, I'm at the embassy. They yeah. have me under arrest. Please send send Donald Trump to save me. I think you thought we were going to be like, let's just go to Europe. We'll just. Dr-. I remember you saying for a, twice, being like, we should get a bus. And I'm like, it's not going to be like that. We're not going to be just driving through. I think it was when we went to Colombia, I think it was because was, it was the first time you really left the country. I think it was an eye opener to you how, how it was going to be a little difficult to do all the world, all the world things that we wanted to do, all the world traveling. It wasn't going to be just, you know, like driving from Montana to Georgia, you know? Yeah. Um, I've been to Canada. Then I went to the Bahamas. I went to Colombia. That's the only. He drove I- into Mexico. I drove, I did a U-turn in Mexico, yes. That's big, that counts. It counts. That's like sticking your dick in a girl. Like, when is it sex and when does it not count? It's true. I used to, when I was younger, I'd be like, well, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't keep keep pumping, you know. Sometimes you just Two pumps in. is sex. Yeah, two pumps is definitely One pump sex. is an exploratory adventure. It's yeah. like how a shark bites you just to know what's going on. It doesn't really count. I think everyone magically hoped that, like, I know I did, uh, when, when the ball dropped and it became 2021, that everything would just... Magically. We just Marty McFly go back to the beginning and tweet like it's a new twenty twenty and we're changing the future. Yeah. And uh hopefully hopefully we're right. Hopefully I am right. Hopefully things like you know, hopefully the economy and then all this bullshit and everything just becomes a distant memory, hopefully. So we can kind of continue what was what we once thought was normal. Do we count this as twenty twenty one or is this twenty twenty the B side? It's like twenty twenty point five. Yeah, you know, is this is this we're just redo. Is it we're just Everybody gets to write 2020 off. I feel like it was the longest, shortest year ever. 
Like, 20, 2020 felt like fucking three years, but it felt like six months. I tell you what, the year felt quick, but it felt like it was all March. Like, it was just one long March for the whole fucking year, you know? And I just want to thank God and or, and anyone else, uh, I, whatever the fuck. I, <laughs> like, I want to thank God and anyone else. Whatever I, the, I, I don't wanna, know what his staff's like. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have all the answers, as we talked about the last podcast. We don't uh, that... Uh, I haven't been medically uh, pronounced to have COVID, even though I haven't been tested for it. I did get really <laughs> fucking sick for four days when I came back from Columbia, and then I felt 10 years younger. And uh, I remember making a little meme about Magic Johnson, like, oh, I got 99 problems, but COVID ain't one. And it was a photo of him laughing. I made this whole meme, like, oh, this is going to be this going viral. And then I got people were laughing, sharing it. Because in the beginning, if y'all remember, some of you probably don't remember this, but in the beginning, people were making jokes about COVID. It was like, oh, COVID, the bats, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, I had they some were pretty fire Tom Hanks memes going on. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, and now it's like, oh, shit. And I remember, remember laying in my bed, like, oh, must delete the Magic Johnson meme. Because I could just see the haters commenting, this fat fuck died. Rest rotten hell, you fucker. That's karma's a bitch. And I'm like, must delete Magic Johnson meme. And I, I literally, it took all my energy to get on them. Because like, I checked out for four days. I was dead, bro. When I got up at the bed, it was like a puddle of like flesh and sweat laying in my mattress. And um, yeah, and I just fucking, I hung out at the house for 122 days without leaving the property. So I did very well in that aspect. However... I hung out with like 122,000 fucking people in my living room that were like, I feel like an underground like speakeasy, like, fuck this. Be like, what's the code word? Syphilis, come on in. Yeah, we were definitely having some fun. And as of now, knock on fucking wood, motherfuckers. I didn't die, and, and I'm not the most healthiest guy, you dig? And uh, I had people around me that turned out to have it. One of our members, Jeff and, and Saul, they actually had COVID. And I probably hugged or shook their hand within days. They sat within like five feet of me in my bedroom. And these, you really had, you really had that shit. You like the doctor said you had it and shit. Four, positive tests. Four fucking positive tests. And Saul is still scared to come to the Sausage Castle. One of our members. And I was around these, both these motherfuckers. And I, I didn't, I felt fucking great. So either a, um, I had it and have the antibodies or something, or I'm asymptomatic or something. I don't fucking know, but it feels good to still be alive. And um, if y'all want to buy some of my blood, I got you, baby. I got that. I got that. I got that good, good blood. You dig? I got that fucking that. I can't get AIDS. I can't get SCDs, and I can't get COVID. Hopefully, knock on wood, because I'm I'm fucking good to go. I need to go tested. I, I, I they say you can get tested for antibodies. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think I think there's an anybody test. Yeah, Jeff, our COVID expert. <laughs> yeah, you can. Bro, Jeff, remember when you had it? And I was like, don't tell us all. It was like the new AIDS. Like, oh, you know someone who has COVID? And now it's like, yeah, my fucking grandma had it. She beat it. You know, blah, blah, blah. You just, it was like a very, when I, it was like, we all fuck around and joke around and be slick until someone has it. And you're like, oh, shit, this ain't funny no more. And then I was like, damn, I hope that fucking guy don't fucking die. He's a nice guy, man. I hope he don't fucking die. However, if he does leave his camper here, we're not. We don't have. To, we don't have to get hold Jeff of your mom. If Jeff would have died here, it, I, w- I would have. I would have seized all his stuff. I'm not going to lie. 
And then when when his mom would have would hit us up, be like, you know, Jeff had stuff here. Be like, and here's the thing: Jeff was wiping down groceries before he brought them into his house. So I feel like those things. And you were fucking strippers. Yeah, a lot of them, and and having celebrity birthday parties, NFL play. I remember the first time we had like some high rollers. Like they want to have a poker night here. It was like a month into. We're like, man, we need that money, man. But fuck, nah, we're not gonna risk it. And we canceled all types of shit. Yeah, I was, lost was, hundreds and thousands of dollars. And canceling events in my head that the fucking song was playing. Like it's the most wonderful. Miguel time was like he was skipping, the, like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. gloating, like oh, Mike, we gotta fucking cancel another. Because you literally, event. you literally had planned. You Mike Busey planned that every month we were gonna leave the country for a week. Well, that country, that we're gonna go somewhere. We were go, we were going out of the country for a while. And here's the deal: you would come back from like Vegas for three days, and you'd be fucking like, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm tired. And then I'm like looking at a schedule where you're like, you want us to go to Europe for a month and then go to New Zealand, and yep. it's like. Fucking Vegas flight wore you out. <laughs> like oh. New Zealand has like barely been affected. They literally have been chilling this whole time. That island, you know, they're they're because like twelve policies. people visit New Zealand a week. That's it. Yeah, it's. I feel that the the history books have yet to still been written for this this past year, two thousand twenty still. Even though it's 2021, I still feel like we're living in 2020. Like, does anyone feel that way? Do you feel that way? January belongs to the last year. Just like 1990 is really just part of the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you look you look at the clothing. You look at like a decade of clothing, and you see what we were wearing in 1990. We were dressing like it was 1980. It wasn't until like 92 that we were in the 90s. You know, it's a uh, it's weird, man. I just I, um because the con- you think about the concept of decades only works for. Uh, just trying to categorize stuff, but it, it it's not like at the break of a decade things change enough that you would say, yeah, that's that's a different decade. It's it's so different than the last time, and that's what 2020, 2021 is. I mean. What's changed? We might have a vaccine, which is really cool, but other than that, is it Miguel? The, is it the next year and a half is going to be basically a spillover of the last decade almost. are you gonna take the vaccine when you when you the opportunity uh yeah present itself? yeah even though i want i wish i could take the gen 3 one because i don't want to get all the fucking upgrades i'm gonna have to get you know to take the vaccine and then it could come out with like a patch kit you know this will work on the bugs and stuff like that but uh we, we've uh, updated the operating system yeah. go up here go to the itunes store and update your vaccine but fuck it man I'm, i'll come out with three arms and be able to read minds whatever it does i don't care I just need to be able to travel without people fucking staring not at me. Not me, man. Not me. I'm. My plan is to hold it out to the very last moment until like the government's like, all right, you want to eat, don't you? Or you need to download this bullshit and take this vaccine, whatever. Here's my mentality on it. If everyone else takes the vaccine, then I don't need the fucking vaccine. And, well, uh, they can still carry it, right? They just won't have the symptoms. Well, if everyone becomes uh, like... To where they won't fucking kill or die over, then you will sh- probably like the herd mentality. They say, you know, when when a group of people get immune to it, and then I'm going to tell you that the part of country you're living in right now, these people ain't part of your herd. They're all going to be like, I ain't taking no vaccine so I can turn into a Democrat with autism. Here, here's my here's my opinion. We never really got. We went a whole year about really touching on this. Here's my opinion about it. I believe it's real. But I also believe it's been politicized way too much. And I feel that even scientists 
don't have a 100% like grasp on it yet. And they uh, are still learning things. It's like, I mean, certain things they just don't talk about no more. Even though we all washed our hands more than ever last year. And which was probably a good thing for a lot of people, including myself. But um, I just don't know. I just wish we had hard concrete facts and it wasn't so like it's a sore subject with certain people like i've seen people literally lose their fucking minds in public and i and i i I was one of those guys like hey i don't know what this is but just in case i'm gonna be safe i'm gonna fucking play the game i'm gonna fucking be low-key i'm not gonna be you know whatever and then i was like all right i'm fucking horny let's 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 call some fucking strippers over and and uh I lived life, and, and I still, like, if you compare me to any, most people that they lived their life last year, I definitely went out, like, I wasn't hermit, but I also wasn't, like, social guy. I went out, like, a very handful of times, and I was, like, I remember the first time when I was, like, weird. I was like, whoa, Miguel, just tell me how it is. Oh, I used to argue with you all the time because you wouldn't listen. I'd be like, yeah, there's nothing at Walmart. They don't have stuff. Like, what do you mean they don't have stuff? I'm like, get and out by of the way, fucking house and go to Walmart. By the way, that shit still pisses me off. The Walmart, you need to open up 24 hours again because I do not want to shop with everyone else. I want to go there at 4 in the morning, my early convenience, and just go and be by myself and, and stare and buy dumb shit I really don't need. So yeah. that's when I know that this whole thing has gone away. When Walmart opens back up. I then, bet Walmart's never going to go back 24 I, hours. I, you're right because I was, they lose I was talking money. to Courtney about this. I think, I think they figured out. The numbers were like, well, so you think we can fucking, we only stay open this much, but we're actually yeah. making more now They're than making we more were money before. Because Excellent. you know that at 4 o'clock in the morning, there's three people in Walmart, but they got, you know, four cashiers, security, everything, electricity. So convenience became priority. It's like, all right, well, this is when we're open. You got to fucking make it happen. So figure it out. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Our culture is so big on I want it now that Walmart before Amazon was the I want it now. It was the open place. But funny enough that now we can wait a day for something we had to get at Walmart tonight as long as Amazon will drop it right off at our door. You know? We've definitely been spoiled by convenience. We're super spoiled by convenience. It's, it's, it's all those people that get mad at They're like, oh, yeah, they're like, Walmart kills mom and pop businesses. You know what? The reason Walmart killed mom and pop businesses is because mom and pop businesses weren't open at 3 in the morning when you were shopping. You know, if you can just say I'm down to wait till 9 a.m. to buy some shit, you'll be fine. I've always wanted to open up a uh, a late night uh, buffet because if you if you realize buffets, those motherfuckers close nine ten o'clock. Like Golden Corral, nine nine ten o'clock, it's done. It's a wrap. And you downtown, you're drinking, you're partying, you're gonna buy this ten dollar pizza with a coke, and that's it. But what if they were like, yo, ten dollars? Like, what if there was like a late night CC's buffet or Golden Corral? But that see, that's where you shoot chain. yourself in the foot because why not just sell them that ten dollar pizza they're gonna buy? Damn it, you're right. Yeah, why sling them more? I need more. Mm-mm. More. Sell them another pizza. Yeah, it's true. I I think a lot of people learn things. And here's the thing: I think humans in general, like when we get punished or we get whipped into reality. We're like, all right, yeah, cool. I'll never do that again. And then it's like slowly we go right back to our own ways real fucking quick. And that's including myself, you know, like I feel like once we start getting comfortable and it's, we slippery slope right back to where we were. And I think that's what I'm more afraid of. I'm more afraid of uh, this year. 
I want, like, this is the first year in many, many, many years, ever since I'd say the last 10 plus years, I normally get very fired up and make all these goals. I, at this point, I'm just like, whoa, I just done seen some shit. I done experienced some shit. I learned a lot of shit. And it's a lot of information. I definitely went down some fucking wormholes and, and probably mind fucked myself. Because I got friends that lost it. We, we we won't say their names. We got some friends that like literally like they lost it. We had we had a buddy that comes here uh, to help us out with stuff. We won't say his name. Boy. Yeah, and uh, he com- he comes here. He works works events with us and stuff like that. And uh, he didn't leave the house until like a month ago. I mean, literally didn't leave his house until a month ago. We we know a, a couple that uh, would come to all the events over here the parties and stuff and then we're like hey you coming out it's uh mike's birthday right it's new year's eve yeah we're still quarantining yeah we're like what the fuck like and it's not like and, and, and the thing is too i get it i get not coming to a party though i get being like hey i don't want to come to a party it's too many people and stuff like that but this couple is still like they don't go out for anything i knew this girl that we met that got signed to a, mer- a very very major record label and she's in new york super cute and we met her right before this shit happened and we stayed in contact and then she was like texting me the first like couple months she was like in manhattan and she was losing it she was like i don't know what to do yeah she's like i hear i hear people screaming and going crazy i'm like yeah well, that's fucking new york but she's like no no it's it's worse it's like she hadn't even left like her apartment like door for months yeah and she would hear like the police and the ambulance show up, and they'd, she would hear. She told me, like, "I can hear the the stretcher unfold and and like and, them and, dragging bodies off." Yeah. I'm like, mm, "That's fucking. That's a little intense. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's like go to the park or something." My aunt, uh, my aunt worked in Bellevue, and uh, during this whole thing, and they brought in those frozen like pizza trucks that are ice trucks. I love pizza. Yeah. They brought them in though for extra morgue support though, because the morgues had to hold these bodies. I saw that in the news. Yeah. They had all these bodies for like 30 days before they could really test them for COVID and shit. So that's one of the biggest things with COVID that I learned is where you're at determines what you're really seeing in the world because New York, Chicago, these cities that everybody's stacked on top of each other and stuff. They're, they're, they're watching the virus spread at just crazy numbers. And then you get out in places where it's like country, like where we are here right now. And, and the problem is people are judging their place. They're like, well, I don't see it out here. And it's like you have 80 acres. You have 100 acres of just your family. You're not stacked in an apartment complex with 200 families, you know? Man, I just, I don't even know. Like I like I we talked about the the last episode. I feel like we don't know shit, and we ain't gonna know shit. And then if we did, what does the fucking matter? I don't. I, I, you I become don't like wanna... a nihilist nowadays, Mike. Yeah, no, honestly, I feel very. I feel very. Uh... Until it comes to ancient aliens, then we know. Yes, thank you, thank you. I mean, it's 2021. The goddamn. We already know aliens are one hundred percent real. Can we just? Can we all agree on that now? Can I we think. Agree? I think. I think it's just got to the point where it, that's like. Not even an issue anymore. People are like aliens. Jesus, yeah, we get it. I'm trying to figure out this fucking uh, this vaccine. Yeah, and and I remember asking in the beginning of this because when it was like all the the police brutality and all the riots and the protesting and then the COVID, all that together really, really was like, man, it made me think like, is this 
is it just coincidence? Is it? It's just. Is it? Is it pouring right now? When it rains, it pours. Is that? Is that what's what's going on, or is there something more? And and after going down way too many wormholes, watching too much bullshit, seeing stuff, they they talk about like your diet is like who you really are, like what you eat, what you take in. But that goes for your your mental, your mind, and your brain, and the things you watch, and the things you listen to, and the things you do. All that stuff affects like who you are as a human. And a lot of people, and including myself, I didn't get too crazy on it. I wasn't like locked up with fucking tinfoil on my head. I just didn't want to be that guy that could have just waited. Because if, if I think, here's the deal. I think if the whole world was like, hey, everyone go hang on your house for 90 days. Then after that, everything's going to be good. But I knew, statistic, I, I just knew logically because I was like I was ahead of the curve on the the thought process of this. Because here's here's my mentality on it. Not and you can feel free to laugh any second you want to. I was thinking from the very get go, it ain't happening. It is not happening. You are not gonna fucking get the whole fucking planet to shut it down. It ain't happening because only way to do that would be to physically enforce it. And how do you do that? You that you have the the police your National Guard, whoever, just here in America. And you're never going to be completely eradicating it because all it takes, it's like the game of telephone. It takes one person that has it to give it to someone else and it just keeps going and going and going. And only, like the cops will literally have to be at your door, say, don't come out, we'll shoot you. And then it, and then, then at first there was a lot of the surface like contact shit. Like, oh, if you touch it, it could live on the surface. And now they kind of retracted that from what I took in so now it wasn't now it was more the push was on the mask stuff and and then uh logistically i'm not a scientist but i i fuck with the mask thing like i think it's a good thing but i also feel that if if you're in fear of it and you believe it then do it but then it's kind of i don't mean to sound like an abortion fucking activist here like my body my choice but if a motherfucker doesn't want to wear it then don't let him wear it that, I'm totally fine with that, because if he catches it, then he dies. But then he's got to go to the hospital and take up a bed. Yeah, that's the that's the big I logistics get, I, to that. Part. I get that. I get that. That was the big logistics to not wanting people to get as sick as they wanted, because then they're like, "Shit, we're running out of resources." Well, just the fact that they think they're gonna, I don't know if they're thinking this. But. So if you didn't, th- I did this much. If somebody didn't think COVID was real, if they signed paperwork now and said, "Hey, I'm not worried about it. I'm not gonna need a hospitalization. I waive that shit." I then would it be, would be, yeah, then yeah, it'd be down okay. because I it's like, like, that. I like it's that like cool, cool. And I mean, uh, you know, I'm not saying like, well, I guess just what I'm saying is if you say. I'm glad we waited not, to 2021 to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you're if you say you're not worried about it, it's like me. I should I should be able to sign a waiver right now that says if I go into a coronary because my arteries are blocked and there's a healthy person that's having a heart attack. You got to work on that person first because they did everything right and I fucked around, you know, and that's got to be how it kind of is. There's got to be like a, a waiver that says, oh, guess what, Miguel? You never spent the day caring about your heart health and you came in here at the same time this dude who's worked out his whole life is having a coronary. Well, guess what? You get second because you didn't give a fuck to begin with. It's kind of like the whole like host and parasite. If the virus is a parasite, it needs a host to stay alive. And if it runs out of host then it dies off. So... I don't know. I know the science has been argued and like, oh, how long you can stay. Like, they still are arguing about shit from what I've seen. 
It's like, well, we're retracting this, and actually they can have it. It can stay dormant to X amount of time, blah, 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 blah. I was all for, like, yo, shut it down. This is cool. This is like a giant world snow day, and let's watch the news, and let's just, let's, I liked the thrill at first. I was like, yeah. You know, it's funny. I Googled one time, can you get COVID from a blowjob? And then Google also on the suggestions, one of them was, uh, can you get COVID from going down on a woman? And I was like, well, I don't care about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to occur. But I was like, I was like, woo, blowjobs. Can I get it from a blowjob? I feel like it's too still too early to to really give a proper analyzation to what just happened last year. Even though it's because it still year. happened, and that's the thing. It's, yeah, it, we're and, not done with it. Like I think a lot of people have that mentality that COVID nineteen was a two thousand twenty thing. We made it to the finish line. We're good. It's true. And as Jeff will tell you, who's caught it seven or eight times already, uh, it's real. Jeff got COVID nineteen, twenty, twenty one. The elusive Col- COVID twenty two point five. Yeah, man, the, 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 it's just it's fucking crazy, man. Because I, 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 I. I don't personally know of anyone who's died of it, but I also know that, and I don't know this is conspiracy yeah. and whatever. I know I didn't see this on a fucking meme or anything, but I know that hospitals, from what I was seeing, they were definitely like getting like uh, some type of uh, financial compensation if the patient was to die of COVID. So then I can see an organization, a medical organization, who now has been completely... Well, at least here in Florida, it's beginning to be monopolized by Advent Care or what? what yeah, Advent Care. Yeah. Advent Care. Because every hospital I've heard of that I've known and grown up, now it's no longer that call. It's it's like it's like nope. This is the this is the Wawa fucking healthcare, and it's like oh shit, what the fuck happened? Okay, so any type of uh, like monopolization of organizations or or things that we depend on. Is it's a scary thing, which is brings me to my next point. Social media, like I've lost hope on anything that I didn't fucking make and host. Like I don't own Facebook, I don't own Instagram, I don't own fucking Snapchat, and now they're able to pick and choose the narrative on what they want to post. And this is from both. This ain't coming from my uh, my my red side or blue side or purple or whatever. This is coming from like there has been a collective. A group of um, people that necessarily hate each other. I've seen some hood motherfuckers and some super hardcore conservatives be like, I ain't taking that goddamn fucking vaccine. I ain't talking that shit cool. Hell no, cool. Like, I've seen both sides of it. So that part actually makes me feel good inside to see that two people of different lives can actually agree on something because ain't no one agreed on shit in 2020, which is sad, which is what's scary because it's I know that we tried to end the show with like, what did we learn? And and I learned a lot that like, Whoa, it takes a very, it does not take very long to take an entire nation, an entire globe and turn it upside down. And whether it was planned or whether it was some bullshit, like cons- whether it was some it massive would have to have been a worldwide conspiracy that are so I mean that's the thing that I don't people know don't, but, I don't I don't know but that's the thing and, that a lot of people like I think because people are so isolationist and only think about their state in the country my problem is with it Miguel and I, I'm sure you'll agree yeah. on this is that in the very beginning of this bullshit all I heard was a fucking bat and motherfuckers were eating bats and I grew up with a Filipino dude who would eat anything and everything blowfish octopus 
This motherfucker would eat fish that motherfuckers would throw back in the ocean. He would eat it all and, and crazy shit. They'd be like, oh, I love it. It's good. So I knew that Asian people culturally are ain't scared of eating anything. So I would hear like, bass? This motherfucker eating bass. All right, that sounds about right. And then we're being told something, but then it changes. And then you're hearing this, and you're hearing that. And then you hear all this misinformation or maybe it's all right information. Maybe we're told it. I don't, I don't fucking know and I never will know. And even if I did, I wouldn't do shit about it. And it's fucking 2020 just gave me a very sense of helplessness and it made me feel even more minute. I didn't have to look into the stars to feel I think that insignificant was, no more. I, I 2020 taught me I ain't shit. And I think that was an important part of 2020 to remind everybody like you think you're some shit, but you're not. And not in a bad way. Just mean like once there's a pandemic, you know, toilet paper's the new god. I, and I still don't know why. Nobody knows the toilet paper. Part. Is the nose running? Jeff, were you blowing your nose when you got the COVID or what? What happened? And just for the record, guys, Jeff is at least 25 feet from us right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I was stuffed up. felt like allergies for the most part, but it's the only thing that didn't take anything. How did it affect your erectile situation? Were Someone you, heard me get the long-term effects on the erectile. You were able to get the bone? Oh. Did you whack it at all while you had COVID? You gave COVID wax? COVID Dude. wax. What were you jacking off thinking about breathing? You know, <laughs> <you> just, <laughs> wait to breathe. Wow, there's people getting intubated because they can't breathe trying to walk upstairs and just like, oh, I'm just, I got to get one off though. i be honest though. You I jacked off one time when I thought I had the COVID and I was like, if this was the last, I'll make it the best. I jacked off one time when I had a fever and I couldn't keep my fucking thoughts straight. <laughs> So it it got scary at some point. Like it was it was a bad jack off. All right, can we can we do can we Jeff, are we able to like take the test to where they tell you if you had it or not or something? You can, but I don't know how far out it goes. I, I'm yeah. not going to tell you like whatever. I there was like this random girl that's like my friends on on my private Facebook. And this bitch hates Trump. She ain't ever talking about nothing but like fuck Trump, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. And then I seen something in the beginning of this when they started having the testing and her and a couple of their girlfriends were in a car and they were in a line at the Orange County Convention Center. Yeah. And when they got in the line, they're like, yo, it's going to be like an hour and plus to get to get uh, tested. I guess they took their information to like get them queued yeah. up. And she said they got a call like four days later saying they tested positive. But they're like, no, we didn't because we didn't take the test. We like said, fuck this. And they pulled a UE and left. And then I seen shit, you know, with Elon Musk talking about how like, he took it. He, he got all these like negatives and the positive. I forget what, what is, was it exactly. He had tested it. The same company, same test. And got two negatives, two positives, some, some weird shit like that. It was inconsistencies in the test. And that type of shit is just like, man, what the fuck? And I know globally everyone's not going to have their shit together. I mean, yeah. shit. I look at this place. I preach and scream and yell and beg people to do the same shit every time. And it still doesn't get done. So I know that all around the fucking world it's not going to be consistent and, and not going to be the way you want it to be. But I just, there's a lot, I had a lot of problems with this shit. Logistically and scientific, even though I don't have any science shit to back up anything, I just, uh, I find it hard to believe that we found a vaccine in eight months when nothing else has been cured. There's been million, billions and billions and trillions of dollars invested in the cancer. And but the cancer's cold. a whole other beast, you know? You're right. You're right. Like, that's the thing. Cancer's not even one thing. It it's just felt you know? weird for me. The transition 
Oh, the election. Oh, here's your stimulus again. Oh, psych. Maybe. But not. you got to look at it from a world perspective. I have a lot of problems with 2020, Miguel. Yeah, I'm just saying. Whenever anybody tries to put it in American perspective, it's not like the. It's like World War II, and everybody thinks that World War II was us fighting all these places. It was a world war, and this is a world pandemic. So we're just one of the players in a world game. Well, according to internet images I gazed upon, that those motherfuckers were the hometown bat fucking. Crew fucking fucking bless the whole world with this shit. First of all, when you watch the movie Outbreak with that goddamn monkey, I was always a fucking really pessimistic person, Miguel. I was like, how the fuck are they going to find a monkey on the entire planet? And how they're going to quarantine and shut it down? And how they're going to do that? And they did it. Thank God. The movie Outbreak, they found the fucking monkey. And you know, but I was thinking, just- how they're going to find this bat? How they shut it down? How do they know it came from there? How do they, how do like, I had a lot of questions, and the, and the more I like tried to investigate things, I just had more fucking yeah, questions. Yeah, 2020 was like the show Lost. By the end of it, no, nothing was answered. We just got a wrap-up. Yeah. And that's it. It just felt like conveniently, there was a lot of things that I didn't, like I've told you before, after 9-11, if you would have told me after 9-11 that it was like, yo, there was some shit that went down, it was an inside job, I'd been like, fuck you, I hope you die and I would strangle you on sight. Now, growing up, analyzing some stuff and not understanding how the fuck that tower fell down with not one fucking piece of anything falling on it, that just makes me, unless, they, unless the government would say, hey, hey, we had a plan. If these fucking buildings fall, we're going to blow up this building in case they try to do something else. I'm like, all right, cool. So y'all detonated it. Like with me, it's always like, you want to lay charges to detonate some shit though? You don't just fucking sneak in and lay charges like, to lay charges, to detonate some shit, takes engineers, time, all that yeah. shit. Yeah. And, and I, I, never, I was, and I'm still not like one of those, oh, George Bush did it. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I think it was bigger and beyond all that. And I was the same person during all this stuff. I'm like, well, fucking, if Homeland Security want to go through my phone, then fucking, I ain't blowing up no buildings. <laughs> not realizing ignorantly not realizing the freedoms that i was yeah. literally giving away it's the same way when a cop's like why don't you want me to search your car because i don't want to be searched when i don't commit crimes that's why this covid shit brought in not one not two but several things was it coincidental okay hey stop using cash because you can transmit it da, 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 da. oh now we're gonna use a digital oh now we're gonna there was people People were getting jobs as tr- trackers, like tracking people's like, okay, this is who they had in contact with. Who, this is who they're around. I don't buy all that. Like, I know it's possible in a perfect world. You could literally like say, hey, this cell phone moved around and went to this many people. So contact those cell phones. Like, Yo, hey, some motherfucker knew COVID came near you. Yeah, no shit. I was at a house party. I'm sure there was. I don't see how that was probable. And there's so many other little things that happened during this that i felt like we man i, I just don't know how to talk but are you looking all, at it from a world level or once again just world. looking at yeah because i don't th- i don't think it's like just i don't think it's trump or biden or the republicans or Democrats. you think, I don't think it's a world America. conspiracy no I, I think that the i think that globalization i don't know if it's a an individual that's a lot I don't to know cover if it's for a like group an individual people. or even a group. How many countries do you think there are? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like to think about. I, like, I think I think that uh, global agendas are definitely more real 
to me, and I think that a lot of these crazy people that we said, oh, they're fucking crazy conspiracy theorists. I don't think they look that crazy anymore because a lot of the stuff that we hear about and we see, like when if you watch that, you saw the social dilemma on Netflix. Yeah. That was shit we already like assumed, but then when we watched it, we're like, oh shit, yeah, that's, wow, this makes sense now because they're basically, this guy is saying he worked there and he fucking can confirm these these uh, allegations and that just shit makes me feel like oh wow and, and i spent most of the year in facebook jail for just the most craziest shit from either the content or or i even got deleted on something because i said oh yeah wait to these fucking left-wing motherfuckers uh wait till the civil war happens and i, I remember I said something about civil war and how they're gonna fight the civil war when they uh, hate those guns so much? And I got I got blocked and deleted on some shit. And it, and and some of that stuff is unhealthy. And sometimes you get fired up and you're just like, man, fuck this. I'm, I'm sometimes you're just like, fuck you, fuck everything that's going on. But you get caught up into it, and then it becomes kind of we turn against each other. And I've seen I've seen the line in my lifetime. I feel like the line has been drawn in the sand more now than ever. Like, I think the line's been drawn online. Like, people didn't buy about, Christmas presents for people based on who they voted for. Like, oh, yeah. you voting for Trump? Well, fuck you. That's I ain't why going it's like the Christmas online line is drawn. But out in the streets, man, everybody's humble as fuck. Yeah, you're right. I'm not, yeah. like I said, and, and this is a conversation that was literally a year too late. But I was never going to be that guy that jumped to conclusions in the get-go. Because I saw people, especially on social media, saying, well, here's my opinion. And it's like, yo, it's too early. I don't know. I'm not going to like say this or that. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. I don't know. I still don't know. A year later, almost a year later, I still don't have like, I couldn't give you a concrete like, yo, this is what I believe it is. Because I'm kind of in that gray area. If I think the mask should hopefully help. I'm hoping they do. But I also don't think it's proven 100%. I also think that it's being way too politicized. I've never seen people give a care about so much about dress code in my entire life. And I've seen people like become enemies. I've seen people that were friends become like, fuck you, I'm done. And all over all this shit. And I feel like we're all getting played some way. And I'm not saying all of it. And I also am saying that none of this stuff gets ushered in overnight. They don't just hit you over the top they slowly sprinkle the aliens are real and then it gets lost in the sauce and next thing you know you're waking up and you're like fuck aliens are real 10 20 years ago everyone of our fucking minds would have been blown if you would have told me that they've literally the government has dropped so much very valid information about aliens existence that now that there's a bill to where they the government has x amount of time 180 days or whatever it is to go ahead and come out and tell us the truth. That isn't the biggest news of the world right now. And we're still arguing about masks and, and vaccines and political shit. You would think that it's almost like, I hope there is an alien invasion and that they actually wish us harm so that we can all fucking come together again. We need another nine 11 alien slavery, whatever it is. I mean, we ain't winning this one. I know the yeah, movies, we, we know that, but Hey, it made you feel good about hey, it. But as long as if, if I don't see Will Smith flying around in a jet or pilot, jet pilot, I'm going to be very disappointed. Hey, well with that, we got to end the first segment of the show and we'll be right back. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? 
Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Busey's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking, and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, a, about two years ago, the and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts oh, of society. And they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, Team I got to fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers, the only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life 
You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At members' weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to members weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA, been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. And then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. Congratulations. If you can hear the sounds of my voice, you've made it to the, well, the side of, uh, well, not many few people journey down. We need to do, a buddy of mine, Fritz, has this uh, podcast called Fort Fritz. Shout out to Fritz. And uh, he did a choose your own adventure podcast where he would start a story and then he would be like, if you want to continue to the other side of the story. That sounds like our real podcast. Yeah. He's like, skip to one minute and 37 seconds into the second half. And uh, we might as well, if we're going to, if we're going to torture and we're not finishing stories, we might as well be like, if you want to hear the end of it, that's what we need to do. There's a second podcast after the show called the end of that story. And it's just us finishing. It's like all those shows on History Channel. They have like. 
like a recap of like, hey, so we're here with the cast of fucking uh, Gold Rush. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have like <laughs> after an after the show. show. Yeah. Oh, you know what, though? Let's talk about something that we didn't talk about much with the New Year's Eve party. I want to I want to touch on a little something, a little something special. One of our one of our special young boys over here comes to me and the night after work is done. Like he's supposed to. I'm so proud of him. And he comes to me and he's like real nonchalant, real cool about it. Not a creep or anything. He's like, hey, Miguel, uh, do you have a condom? And my first thought was, oh, my God, our baby boy's becoming a man. But then my second thought was condom. Oh, shit. This dude's wearing a wire. <laughs> around here. Cops, we, we, we know condoms are for people with trust, trust issues. issues. And I will not start a relationship like that. I don't care. How dirty the scally is. I need her to know this is about trust. I get trust. the whole condom thing, but at the end of the day, it's like. It's Chris, our camera guy. Do you, do you want to fuck someone you actually don't trust? Well, and, here's the thing. Do you want, if I want to fuck a trash bag, I'll put a trash bag around my dick and I'll fuck it. <laughs> my favorite thing is right before you get nasty, the girl's like, like, not recently, but years and years ago, I would just hear like, hey. So like you're clean, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, baby, that bug, yeah. And if you haven't heard alert. that conversation, <laughs> yeah. you ain't fucking in the streets. I okay? love, I love this one where they're just like, you're getting into it, and they see it in your face, and they're like, don't come in me. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll roll those dice, I guess. See, that's where I differ because uh, I've actually came in full of handful of girls. Like I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But my dick sometimes is like, guess what we just did. <laughs> We did it, buddy. One time I cummed inside of this really fucking hot ass black chick. I'm talking dark as midnight. And you got that white, white cum. That shit is white. Oh, yeah. Whalebone white. And actually, uh, we actually just rematched on Tinder, actually, by the way. But anyways, uh, we fucked. And then uh, I was going to go on tour. Before I went on tour, she tells me she's pregnant. And I'm like. All right, hell yeah. About to have some mixed babies. About to have me some fucking NBA Dude, players. Baby so bad. We're going to the NFL draft, motherfucker. You got some extra calf muscles in these in these babies. <laughs> okay, okay. We're about to do it, baby. So I'm all fucking hyped up and shit. But then I'm actually kind of low-key super fucking stressing. And then uh, fucking we come back from tour and it's time to face the music. And I... Randomly scroll through Facebook, and there was our, our buddy A-Bomb that sells us fireworks. Yeah. Uh, he had posted this same exact photo she had sent me, and it was two pregnancy tests that were both positive. It was and like then, a meme or something? Yeah. Well, I don't. It wasn't a meme. They had no crazy word shit to it. It was just it. something from Google Images? I went to Google, and on the, the very bottom of the first page, there it was. And I was like, I looked at it, and I, look, I went back at the text. I could probably pull it up right fucking now. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was so embarrassed that. Um, like you felt hoodwinked and shit. Yeah, I was just like, oh, damn, this 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 girl tried to pull some fucking scallywag shit on me here by trying to tell me she's pregnant. Like, and, girl, I didn't use a condom with you because I trusted you. And then you went and did this shit. But I remember when I was fucking, I like purposely came. I was just like dark drunk. Like, yeah, I'm a fuck you. Yeah, I'm a come. Like, you want me to come inside you, baby? And sometimes we get turned on by that. We're like, yeah, I'm going to come inside of you. And then you do you it. You get turned like, on by the idea of it not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I get scared like, when a girl, Like action. when girls tell me, they're like, you can come inside me. I'm like. That's great. Now, I, now I'm really more into this. I'm still not because I'm sure you've told that to a lot of guys, but uh, I'm still not Officer Chris in it and being like, "Hey, let me 
put a lamb's intestines around my cock and, and fuck you oh, with, this, with this halal fucking condom. Tiffany, stripper, <laughs> black stripper with long ass tongue wants to party. <laughs> She had a long... Look, look at this tongue. Let me show you this tongue. I, if you're a member of MikeBeast.com, I'm going to put this up to the camera. If you want to watch two fat dudes talk to sh- talk shit for two hours uh, on the website, every week we upload the video uh, that's two hours long of me and Miguel, which I must say, it's looking better and better as as the days go on. The team's working on it. It's good. Let me find... I want. I just wanted to show show you a photo. I know... Did you get... Let me ask you. Did you get any freaky nasty on, uh, on, on New this, Year's? This is how hot she was. You see that? She's hot, yeah. Can, can we... I know we can, probably can't zoom in on that, but this this girl ain't... This ain't no, no, no fucking nothing to... Did you, you get know. freaky nasty on New Year's, though? Yeah. A couple times. Good. Damn, where is the fucking... Oh, you gotta see this fucking tongue, bro. Long ass... Fucking tongue. Look at this tongue. That's some gene. Y'all see this tongue? Gene Y'all thought you know that I was playing? Like she, That's a mollusk. She, she didn't have to give me a head. Her tongue gave me a head. And uh, somewhere in here, I got fucking some nasty shit in here. We're fucking, we're getting nasty. And uh, she hit me with the fucking. I'm What's fucking, the best video you think you have? Is there one that you've saved so long that you're like, I know everything that's going on in this video. Like. I, I'd like, like you'd be shocked if something else ever happened in this. You remember video. her, right? You yeah, I know her. I know her. Remember, guys, I want to show our, our team over here. But show is the there camera. is there a video, Mike, that you've had that you've studied so well of yours? Uh, there's there's been several videos that I definitely, when I get lonely at night, and I, even though I have a girlfriend and we we fuck girls together and stuff, sometimes a guy just likes to check off. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'll pull up some of these uh, crazy videos of mine and reminisce. And I fucking hear that slow music yeah. playing, and I just fucking get wow. excited. Yeah. Do you got, I have, there's, I lost. There's a lot of videos like that. I lost a video. That's the that worst. That bre- breaks my heart that I lost it, because I'll never be with that girl again or anything. But uh, in the video, I don't know if you guys remember the song Touch Me, Tease Me by Case. from the, Touch uh, me, tease me. So that's playing in the background in the video just for no reason because we had like Pandora on. And they're just moments whenever I hear that song, I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to be able to beat my dick off to that video. There's definitely a lot of songs that I hear sometimes and I'm just like, oh, shit, I'm in my, in my feelings now. Look at that tongue. Would you just look at it? Mm-hmm. Can you, it's like can a landing strip for, for jism. Also, I'm bringing back. I think jism, it's the former pronunciation of jizz. Look, like it's the usted pronunciation of she jizz. Was, she was fucking googling and mixed mixed babies. Don't ever and was sending me pictures of what our kids might look like with mixed. You're such a pussy on that shit, man. Like you love the thought of like having a baby, don't you? I mean, even though even though you spent two two kids. weeks not naming a dog. <laughs> Right, what are you going to do? Like, how many years before you step into the baby's life? Be honest. Mike Busey plays, right, you get a girl out. pregnant. I thought about this for a while. I'm, I know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this up because I've heard this before. So when the baby has stopped shitting itself and speaks English and is walking around and shit, and I'm like, all right, what's up, baby? I, I know you're five. What's what's going on? How you doing? Everything good? Turns out I'm Papa. Hey, yeah, you know. Oh, here it is. Here it fucking is. July 15th, 2017. This is the image she sent me. Of two pregnancy tests that are positive on this little fucking green looking towel. And I was like, oh shit. 
Finally got one seed to stick to that egg. Damn, oh shit, she's looking good right here. Oh shit, look, look at this. This this is a, a beautiful fucking, beautiful. I love this shit. And there is something to say about seeing my little white dick fucking go in and out of a fucking, of a, a dark vagina. The it's technically Dr. So... King's dream, but still not the way he dreamt it. You know, it's Dr. King's fever dream, basically. Man, it's good times. Those black girls, they don't need no, you don't see no girl talk about she got no ass. Very rarely do they get their titties done. Their lips, fucking never. They just got all that juice in all the right places. And they got that extra little attitude, little soul. And you know that girl can fight. You know that bitch is definitely fucking putting down if you get in a fight at a gas station. She's going to beat the shit out of some girl. <laughs> this is the criteria for love for you? Like, how do you throw down at a, ga- a gas station? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just got really excited uh, about her. And, uh, I know. You really just, <laughs> you couldn't focus on anything else. We're like trying to like keep the show rolling. And you're like, look at this. Look at this. Ass. So that's <laughs> that is the benefit if you're a member of MyG.com. You, you just got to see this hot black stripper that I thought I impregnated for at least forty five days. But then I'm not a I'm not a big fan of abortion, so that's where it gets. What's well, not a big fan? Like you're like, like I mean two or three, and then you got to be like, okay, it's like, like hey, I I I'm, I don't want to fucking kill a fetus, but if that's your thing, I'm not. I don't need the government inside of your uterus and telling you what to fucking do. I, I, I'm totally on that side of it. Okay, my policy is I tell him, here's 500 to get rid of the baby. Here's 1,000 if I could talk to him before you do it. Oh, that was, that was dark. <laughs> that was dark. So, yeah, I fucking, uh, I, I just don't think abortion should be a form of birth control. And I know that 8 to 12 weeks, that motherfucker got a heartbeat. And that's, you know, and I know that they declare you're dead once your heart stops beating. So, Technically, you're killing a fucking human. That's how what I look at it. But do I want the government get involved in people's genitalia and fucking reproductive system? No, I don't. So I support your choice. That's you. That's on you. That's on between you and your God or whatever the fuck you want to believe in. That's that's all you. But when these girls, because I had I've had a few girls try to abortion extort me, they find out oh we having a baby. They're like fuck, they're like backfired on it. Like no, and then all of a sudden no baby ever comes about, and then that's it. Pretty sure my balls don't work because I definitely come to sign my girlfriend a few times too many. And um, I don't know. It's the scally you just don't want to have a baby with. That's the scary one. You're like, why did I fuck you if I couldn't even think of of, of having a baby with you? Like, well, here's what's crazy. Think about the girls that like, the answer you is dated. To come. The girls that you dated and you're like all about it first. Oh, yeah. And you're like, damn, I could really see myself with this girl. Man, I really fucking, I really, I really care. I for had her. this girl that swore she couldn't have babies. She was like, you know, I can't have babies, can't have babies. And we just thought she couldn't have babies. Like, that's all I got. Like, no doctors. guy needs no doctor evidence. Oh, like, sure, no, I'll come need, inside of you then. Yeah, just, you got that notary. I had fucking Tim Altman sign the notary statement that she couldn't <laughs> have babies. But, you know, doctors had told her she couldn't have babies. She couldn't have babies. And then we stopped hooking up. And then, like, two years later, her and her husband had a baby. Then they had another baby. Then they had what's called an ectopic pregnancy which means it's like pregnant in the tubes but it doesn't come through they had to like you know give her but they had baby. constipated baby yeah constipated baby and i'm Those like worst i'm like oh shit i think i can't have babies then <laughs> because like they swore she couldn't until they put some grade a sperm in her and then my i think i think like my guys my guys just like circle the block on the egg you're puerto rican right yeah puerto rican's getting everybody pregnant supposed now. to be man but i think uh i think i drank too much mountain dew with yellow five when i was growing up and now Damn. i got i got my babies are just like sleepy you know they're cholo babies you know it's, it's one of the things i regret only a few things in life one not going joining the military 
and two, not having a kid at an early reckless age. Because I'm like, damn, if I could have survived these twenty years, me and my could me You'd and my been... fucking kid could be hanging out like. Running trains on hoes and shit together, fucking high fiving, father's father son. I would never trains. want to fuck a girl with my son. Watch your fucking mouth, no, Miguel. bro, no, bro. That I is not... the purest form of a no a relationship when you could look into your son and and fuck a scallywag together. Would you really would you, like if love. you weren't if you weren't in a relationship like you are now and stuff like that? I'm kidding. Yeah, would you? But because there's dudes who fucking maybe. I mean, I don't know how horny am I? I don't know. Run it with your son. Am I taking the front? Am I taking the back? You know, well, I mean, choo, choo. would you high five your son during it? Yes, yes. You like got a twenty year old son. Listen, me and twenty me year old Scally, me and the you. guy who I call my father, who kind of raised me, that I will always you told refer us to about me. this. The he, same he, 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 we, but years later, I only squeeze the titties, but he got the fuck years, like twenty, thirty years later, and I feel like kind of in a way, me and my dad kind of ran a train, even though we were nowhere near. The same decade of the occurrence. You know, truthfully, when, whenever you have like a like, you fuck like four or five girls. Technically, they ran a train on you. It's true. And I was thinking about that. That time you had like the six girls. You're like, yeah, six wow, girls. Wow, gave like, me an idea. So you got a train run on you, bro. They you have, were their whore. They have the ancestry stuff and the and the Eskimo thing. brother fucking. What if they had a fucking a packet? That you could take your blood and then you find out if you're Eskimo related to a guy or a chick. Because you know it's like a giant spider web of telephone game. If you fucked one person, you fucked a whole lot of Whoa, other people. Whoa, me and Trent Reznor, Eskimo Brothers, awesome. Oh, dude, that's, I'm telling Senator you. Senator Bernie Sanders? Here, <laughs> guys, if you want my 2020 uh, fucking idea of the year, someone track down a fucking list of everyone who has fucked whoever. You know, there's going to be a few gray areas. There's going to be a few family trees that can't exactly yeah. explain. And But could you imagine if you're like, dude, I just got my fucking sex tree back. Come to find out me and Elvis are like distant Eskimo brothers. 69 and me, you know? <laughs> 69 and me. That's perfect. I just perfect. got it back and found out. What, I, you know what Michael is? To be an Eskimo brother with an Eskimo. You know, be like, whoa, me and Nanookshung Tung are brothers? We both fucked that Alaskan waitress. What is your perfect dream sexual scenario? Ooh. Can I think for just a second? Yeah. Um And don't just say it's a No, threesome. that's why No, no. I want I want I want the people involved. I want the place. I want the time. I wanna I wanna know what it smells like in the room. Like what scent of incense you're burning. What is the dream? scenario because as as a young adolescent guys we always grow up and we're always like we we put this sex shit on the pedestal so much that it literally controls our life until we're dead basically i will guys do everything for pussy oh god college sports you know that's why i careers i think women need to stop hooking up with these bad boys on motorcycles and they literally need to be like, I'm not going to fuck you unless you figure out a way to patch the ozone. Because there will be six of us on a ladder yep. with some fucking, with some flex seal and calling Captain Planet trying to get this shit some done. Some guy right now is listening to this podcast and his Honda Civic driving hundreds of miles to save a bitch. And, and she ain't going to fuck him. Have you ever had, real quick, and I'm going to get back to your question. I'm going to answer it. But have you ever had a girl tell you something, especially when you were younger and more insecure, and they're like, if you would have done this, I'd probably hook up with you. You're like, damn it, yeah. you fucking bitch. I fucking, oh. Yeah, and you're like. Why don't you I, tell me? And you're like, why don't you tell, why don't you fucking tell me now? I've had girls, yeah. like, confess their, I don't know if it was real or not, their their feelings 
after the fact, and I'm like, you did what? Yeah, well, that's they're awesome. like, I really liked you, Mike. Yeah, I, I wanted to be with you. I was like, what? Yeah. You were fucking all my homies. What are you yeah. talking about? Or like, like, yeah, that's how I was getting close to you, Mike. I wanted you to have Eskimo brothers. I you know be- how that matters. You had me believe in this whole friend bubble, so I just stayed and chilled and respected the friend bubble, I, not knowing I could have fucked. And I'm thinking the scenario, I'm getting closer, but I will tell you this. Uh, we've talked about this on the show before, but it's always true. There's that creeper who puts himself in the friend bubble trying to fuck, and that guy is the creepiest. Yeah. If you get in the friend bubble and you want to fuck, that happens, man. You know, you're... And and the best thing the best thing I think honestly is never makes me think it. about who actually listens to this yeah. show because you oh, know yeah. <laughs> like fucking eighty percent of the dudes just turn it off uncool every, uncool no I'm not even saying that. I'm talking about like people we know because I always get surprised on like when I hear people or get messages like yo bro I love the show I'm like no fucking way like celebrities friends from my past hot chicks that like we want to have sex we're still in the friend bubble uh, shout to Columbia. Yeah. Um, there, there are a lot of fucking people that listen to this shit, and I'm just like wondering, like, wanna, is the story I'm about to tell, is that going to forever cock block me? Oh, yeah, there's times when I'm about to say something, I'm like, you know what, we just won't name her, because I'm like, I still see her, you know? Oh, there's, there. When we've had incidents with this show, and they probably haven't listened to this episode, because they probably were bored, lifeless at the first hour, which is brings me to the next point. This show is always going to be different. Yeah. And, and... We want to thank y'all that to those who listen to the all two hours. We want to thank you. So we like to think the second hour is like a it's like a giant Easter egg. We've hidden yeah. things throughout there, and we I feel like I should tell the better stories at the end because I'm like, no, they they have to earn it. And I Mike, love if they listen people, to our podcast for ten minutes, they've earned it. It's true. It's <laughs> true. What we, what we put them through. But here's the deal, guys. Uh, if you're a brand new listener, stop listening to this immediately. Oh fuck, it's too late. Just go back to the first episode because I feel like this has become like a, a long saga, like a Lord no, of the Rings movie. No, no episode is connected except for when we repeat shit. Like, you can start Which anywhere. I'm, every episode I'm wondering, have I told this story before? Usually I'm like, yeah. Like, like I'll top in there with like, yeah, Mike, when we talked about this last time. And then I just keep telling the story. You keep telling it. Because I'm like looking at like, hey, so this one time, I'm like, have I told this? And you're like, yep. I'm like. Are you sure? You're like, yep. I'm like, oh, fuck, I ran out. I don't know what to say. You were saying, you were actually saying though, just a second ago, that uh, it's happened before, where like girls have listened to, or, or people have listened. And it's blown my mind. I'm just like, whoa, no fucking way. I've had like very popular, famous people be like, yo, I've listened to every single episode. I'm like, oh shit, because then I get nervous. I feel like I'm I'm being investigated by a by a detective. I'm like, what did I say? What did I say? I'm like, oh fuck, am I good? Am I good? And me and you. Had hooked up with a girl yeah, at, I was different that, times. at different times. And she was like, hey, so I listened to the show. Were y'all like talking about me? And you were like, no, that was another girl yeah. we hooked up. She's <laughs> like, wow, really? That, that was the best I could do is be like, no, that was another girl that me and Mike both hooked up with separately in the same night. <laughs> You're cool. And, and her friends were actually there because her friends confronted me with oh, her God. her friends confronted me with her and they were and they didn't know she was the girl and they were like hey we heard on that last podcast that you and mike hooked up with one of our girls who was it and i was like ah oh, man i don't kiss and tell they were like you talked yeah. about it on the podcast and i was like yeah well, I, mean, I didn't name anybody and then she was like hey you were talking about that girl that you and mike when we were like just me and her and she was like was that me? And I was like, and I saw her face wasn't like a shame, but she was like, oh, and I was like, 
And the best answer I give is like, no, no, it was another girl. She's like, it was another girl? And I was like, hey. I think it's because we're getting more mature. When you're younger, as a guy, yeah. you, you brag like, yeah, I totally fucked. Blah, blah, blah. As you get older, you're like, yeah, well. Because you know, here's the maybe, deal, maybe man. Maybe like, I didn't. I don't know. I don't want to. And this sounds so dumb, but this is true. I don't want to ruin the trust. If you want to get freaky as fuck with me, I want you to know that it's pretty much going to end there when it comes to the information being passed around. Because I don't want... I'm not going to name this girl's name, but I fucked her. Yeah. And you were there and you saw it. Um, And she was a very coveted, high, like, whoa, this is one bad bitch, right? And... I always kind of seen her and other like very famous people like yeah. hitting her up all the time and da da da. And uh, one time I was going to a Post Malone show, and Post Malone was opening up for Justin Bieber. And I remember having a conversation like, "Yo, I can bring me plus I think it was like me plus three, so it was like four of us yeah. total." And uh, I remember being like, "Oh, who do I fucking bring?" And there was this girl. Who was dating one of my homies? One, it was a girl that was like dating Rowdy Rob, and she was in love, and love, and love with Justin Bieber. She called me like crying, like please, you gotta take me. I'm like, whoa, this is getting too serious. Yeah. I'm kind of uncomfortable, and you're my homie's girl, yeah. and I'm not trying to throw you to the wolves. Da da da. So I debated for like an hour, like who the fuck do I go to this huge arena show to go hang out with Post Malone and Justin Bieber, and uh. I fucking kind of like came down to like a like go. Oh, I just gotta fucking see if this chick wants to come. Maybe yeah, this will work. And I didn't know. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, because you know, in a lot of my scenarios with my rock star associates, friends, whatever you want to call them, I always try to like be that hospital guy that like brings something to the table. Yeah, hot chicks, you know, hey, y'all can come party at my house. Oh, y'all need a ride. Da da da. I'm always that guy. I'm like the guy you check in with. You come to Florida, you come check in with me. Um, I'll make sure your visit is is amazing. Yeah. All right? So throughout the years, I've had the pleasure of hanging out with the who's who of all these crazy, awesome fucking rock star people. And I've been in situations that I definitely will never tell completely the story on this shit, no matter how drunk I get. But this one case scenario... uh. I brought this girl that I hooked up with years and years later. And at the time, I was like, man, I don't know if I should bring her down. I was like, throwing to my head. Yeah. And we went. They came back to my house. It was Post Malone's 21st birthday. And uh, I remember like, being like, man, oh, hey, man, everyone's fucking vibing. Everyone's digging you. Da, 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 da. And I'm not going to go into too much detail, but she... Was like yeah, I I met I met Justin before. I'm like oh, what really, <laughs> really okay. I'm like thinking I'm like the cool guy. Like, yeah, presented this like cool fucking magical moment. So she very nonchalantly tells me, yeah, me and him, you know, we uh we fucked. I was like what? And I'm at like this part where do I say bullshit on her? And I'll tell you after the podcast who this is. Um, but I was like. Mm. I don't know. She kind of like, she doesn't like have a history of lying to me or talking bullshit. So as she's like telling this whole story without even me asking, Justin Bieber basically went back to to my friend's house 
had security. Like, they were at, like, some club somewhere doing, like, a... He was doing, like, an appearance or some shit or something. I don't know if it was appearance. They were just partying there. And he was like, hey, I want, I want to go back to your house. And Justin Bieber went back to my friend's, like, very normal, mediocre place. And I guess his, like, security, like, hung out at the front uh, of the door. And then someone else watched, like, hung out in the living room while they just went into the room. And all this shit sounded like crazy until she broke out her cell phone and showed me a fucking picture that she had kind of, like, secretly Secret took. Stuck? yeah. That of Justin Bieber putting on his pants in her fucking bedroom. I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, okay, I think I uh, chose the right person to take to this concert. Yeah. And we had one of the greatest nights of her life, and I'll definitely tell you who that was um, after the show's over. And uh, I was just like, and I remember Rowdy Rob's girlfriend was like, oh, my God, you brought dinner to dinner. What the fuck? And she was, like, hating because she obviously watched all my snaps and shit. It's like, I'm not bringing you so you could fuck Justin Bieber and then I could tell my homeboy what happened. It, it was just like, you know, it's like when you when you went to Michael Jackson's house, you brought him a cake or something. Like, hey, Mike, I, I, here's a cake I, and I found this kid by a bus stop. Anytime, like, a homie, well, that's debatable, whatever. Anyways. I don't know what you do with him. I just know you like him. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, um, let's, let's say this. We don't know what Mike does with kids. But we know Michael he, Jackson. We, yeah, Michael Jackson. But we know Michael Jackson loved him. Okay, so maybe he was as innocent as riding trains with him. I don't know. Macaulay Culkin and 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 and, so and I have said this before. If you were gonna fuck kid ass in the nineties, Macaulay Culkin was the primo. So if he says it didn't happen, Corey Feldman. Corey they Feldman said, said it didn't he happen. Still, he still sticks to it, and, and he's Corey called Feldman, out pedophiles in yeah. the business recently. And Corey Feldman's got no reason to 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 hide Michael Jackson because, like I said, he's called out all the other pedophiles. So I mean, yeah. like I said, I don't know what you do with him, Mike. But here, here's my thing: I, I know that one. I know people fucking get greedy and hard up, and they get like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking tell everyone he raped me or he fucking touched me or da da da." I know that shit happens. And I know that it's not crazy to think that multiple people would say shit, but also I find it kind of weird if they can describe his penis in a lineup. So I don't fucking know. It, did he engage into certain situations that probably didn't look the best? I think yes. Was his intentions pure and innocent? I don't fucking know. about Justin Bieber or Michael? Where are we at? <laughs> <laughs> Michael either? fucking Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, um, transitioning to into something else it's uh i fucking been in some crazy situations and there's stuff that like i think like i was saying like when you're young you want to brag about shit like yo i fucking do this yeah i have fucked one of the most famous actresses on the fucking planet like everyone knows who she is everyone knows who she is and i don't fucking talk about it publicly but if you catch me drunk on the way to downtown in the backseat of the car <laughs> I may or may not tell you, like, hey, you know, I fucked, I fucked her. And, well, and and I'll never fucking say it on here, but yeah. there's been, I think, one time back at the old house one night at, like, 5 in the morning, there was, like, just 20. woke everybody up. Guess who I fucked? There was 20 <laughs> people watching a live broadcast on my Instagram. Chloe Moretz, before I, she was famous. And I didn't say it, but I said, like, the names, the first and last name at different times, and there's at least 20 people know who I fucking had some fucking sex with that's. Jeff's waving his hand. Like, even if I told everyone right now, they'd be like, yeah, right, you fucking, you fool shit. They wouldn't believe me, because it's, even even now. That's why it doesn't matter. Like, that's why you, like, we were talking about earlier. As you get older, it's not about bragging or anything. It's about getting the experience. Because I learned young age, young age, and I'm so glad I learned at a young age. 
I, I remember got told by my homeboy Julio. He was like, man, once you start talking about it, they're going to talk about you talking, and that's it. Yeah, it's like and cock blocking it. yourself. You cock block yourself because it's about trust. It really is about trust. As much as we come across as like misogynist assholes, at the end of the day, it's about two people trusting each other to do something fun. You know how many times I've, I've, I've talked via text message to a chick, and I'm like, oh, what's up? Babe? Oh, damn. Oh, she sent me something a little nasty. Oh, shit. She's like, don't show anyone. Hey, all right, cool. Yeah. long as you tell me. And long as I know that you don't want me sharing with this, and there's different levels of sharing. Sharing, yeah. showing your homie on, on like on your phone is cool. Posting this shit on the internet and trying to like bring her like harm or like def- like or try to boost yourself up by by fucking that sharing shit's something wrong. that was supposed to be private. Yeah, that shit's wrong. So I would be telling the dress like, well, how do I know you're not gonna share? I was like, listen, baby, I got a lot of stuff in my phone, and for the record, I don't like cockblocking myself because if I Share it. You hear about it. You get pissed. You ain't letting me fuck. And this is a girl I don't even know yet. She's like, God damn, this motherfucker got this all thought out. And I'm like, hey, listen, and I ain't cock blocking sub- myself. You're you know? subliminally dropping the notes like, listen, we're fucking. So. I'd, like, I'd like to fuck you consensually. However, I would also like to see some nasty, naughty pictures that gets me all fired up because I'm a sick motherfucker and I get all horned up and I put more energy in and I tend to text back a little faster. No, Ladies, if you're listening... Which I know all four of you are, ladies, um, especially in the second hour. If you ever want to get a man's attention, send him something nasty. And if he doesn't reply right then, then, then A, and if you know he opened it, you know he has to open it. If you can confirm he opened it and he doesn't write back right away, he's not the one for you. Because nothing gets a guy's attention faster than some some nudes. Yeah. Nothing. Even if you're not the most desirable, the most like, like, I don't know. I just I get turned on even knowing like a girl wants me. Like, there is maybe, nothing. Maybe I have self esteem issues. It, it goes to that though, Mike. Self esteem wise, we both talked about it. Being desired gets gets us fired up, and it comes from our self esteem issues. Just like a girl wants attention, she wants to be felt good. To me, you could literally look like a fucking Fraggle Rock monster, and if you're like, I want you to fuck me, Daddy, I'm like. Oh yeah, really? Well, that's like that's like I get fired up. Girls that we both know in, in so we know girls who who are honestly in in the business of tricking man. They're 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 models who also for a price will hook up with with guys and it's high price uh, and good for them too because everyone sells We're, their hey, body. We ain't hate, we ain't hate. Yeah, because everybody sells their body somehow at work. If you're comfortable selling your body sexually and it's your choice and you're not doing it because you're hurt or being extorted. Knock yourself out. Shame but, on anyone who tries to put like shade or yeah, because nobody someone. throws shades at the dudes who buy prostitutes. Because if I got you know? if I'm a hot chick, I don't care if I was a fucking hard five. I'm going down to the Seven Eleven. I'm gonna get that money. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna jump into yeah, a car. And if it's a, and, and if it's something, probably a nice car. Yeah, because it's not the only. Dick. It's not the only thing you can do. But if for some reason it's the thing you want to do, that's why you never it. see hot homeless chicks. No man, got a way out. If but, I was, listen. I feel bad for girls, but then sometimes I envy them. It's like motherfucker. But to talk about it, we know these women who are in who are in the game. A lot of them are models who are also slash. You know they'll 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 they'll, they'll escort themselves. You out. ever meet a really hot chick and you're like, oh, she's like just very like straight edge. She's like super conservative, and then you find out like. Yeah, fucking two hundred fifty dollars. I fucked her all night in fucking the Bahamas. I'm and, like, what the f- what? Here's the thing, though. We like I said, we know those girls. I've had I've had girls who are like, yeah, like especially, and this sounds dumb, but I'll invite them. We'll come hang out. I'll I'll never expect to hook up with them because they're so hot or anything like that. 
But then you find out that they're, you know, they, they escort or whatever. And uh, you hook up with them because they're like, no, no, because it's cool to them. They don't mind it. You know, they're openly sexual. But there's not as much of it's a feeling because they're like, yeah, it's fuck a business you. acquisition. Yeah. Like, like if a girl, if you were to, if you were to fuck a prostitute. Uh, that's a business acquisition. There's a lot of guys who get into that too because of that. But if you fuck a girl who's just like okay with fucking you, like yeah, let's just do it. I'm cool with it. It's not the same as hooking up with a girl who's really into you. That's the part you like. And we've yeah. all, we've had girls. I mean, both of us and, and probably everybody in this room, Jeff, you step out, has women that uh, <laughs> we know that would hook up for like booty calls, and it's fun. And when you're in emotional places, sometimes where you're like feeling low, it's a booty call is great. But the booty call is never as good. As the girl who likes you that you might not fuck. Because I, it's it's the it's, it's the laying in bed, it's watching true. Netflix, kicking it, smoking a blunt. That's what you like. And and, and and knowing escorts, I've talked to escorts and I've asked them, I'm like, because uh, this is something I wanted to know. I asked a couple girls that have come here before who who, who uh, are Whoa, models. whoa. They don't they don't escort here, guys. They work they're models, but they told me straight up, they said that's the way they detach it from the guys they care about. They're like, it's not the sex, it's the guys that they like that they care about. It's all the things they do with those guys. That's and, what they like. And on the other end, I've met countless girls who literally have looked me dead in the face, and I'm, I'm, I'm forced to almost, I have to believe them. They tell me that they don't even have sex unless they're being paid. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? It's crazy. I almost feel bad. I'm like, wow, so you're, you're not exchanging like that physical intimacy with someone unless there's currency exchange and i feel like whoa that's crazy yeah and then like on like you're saying we know we know girls that literally would charge a guy a thousand dollars to go hang out with them for the night to go on fucking some bullshit steak dinner but then come over here and blow that guy off that was willing to pay a thousand dollars for steak dinner come over here wind up fucking us or one of our homies for free yeah and and it's fucking it's a it's a weird dynamic. I mean, I've had sex with girls, and she would, and and they'd be like, "I'm like, yo, your phone's ringing." They're like, "Oh yeah, that's that's just fucking." Blah, blah, blah. He wants me to come over there. He he'd be buying me all kinds of shit. And yeah. And then when you uh, when you look at it, especially if you're not like if you don't have like your shit together, when I mean shit, you don't got no money. Yeah. You get a resentment towards that. Well, I was, I like, was. Oh fuck! This, this, this bitch be fucking homing for money. And honestly, here's the deal, and I think you would agree with me on this. If I was a girl, I don't know exactly. If there was I a couldn't fucking, tell you. If there was a market for fat dudes right now for women, I'd be hoeing myself. And that's why I'm gonna start my manhole pro, yeah. manhole program. There were like all these Russian women that were like, "Well, look at him. He's like a bear. I want him in regular size penis and be like, I'm getting a fucking Tesla." My fucking Tinder bio says, it "Hit me up if you're into fat dudes with small penises." Like, and it it's working for me. It's working. You know what we were talking about? Uh, I was telling you guys Monday that I had a girl hit me up. Some dude flew her out to California. She's real cute, real cute, real sweet girl. He flew her out to California on a whim, and this guy, this. this guy was balling, and he was fucking. He took her out on these gentlemanly dates and stuff, and they were hooking up. And she flew back into Orlando, and she had. This other guy who wants to like take her all out on this boat and stuff, and she had like a like a six hour layover in between dicks, right? <laughs> and she came a dick in, layover. Yeah, she hit me up on Monday. And she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be in town." She's like, "Can I kick it? You want to get breakfast?" 
And I was like, yeah, and she picked me up and she took me out to breakfast, little keys. Uh, and then we went back to my place and she showered up and she got in my bed with me and I was late for work a little bit too. Give me a heads up. Uh, she got into bed with me and we were just sleeping. And, uh, before we went to work, we hooked up and I was telling Mike, I was like, you know, self-esteem wise, I'm sitting there like I'm winning, uh, because these other dudes are throwing all this cash around and, and stuff. But what, what it really is, and this is, this is the truth is, uh, you like who you like. And then there's other people who can make you like them with experiences. Because I know if I had like a sugar mama that was like, I'm going to fly you out to California, I'd be like, let let me go. And then another sugar mama was like, let me take you out of my yacht. I'd be cool. But there'd still be a a girl that I'd rather spend my time with because I like her. And And, in the early 2000s, like 2004, 2005, like like around there, I remember when XM Radio first came out and I was listening to uh, Obi and Anthony and Jim Norton. That's when I was introduced to the world of Jim Norton. He's a, a, a very fucking Jim dark, hilarious, hilarious, smart comedian. And, uh, he would openly talk about buying prostitutes. And he lived in New York and I was dating a girl named Cammy that like had a thing for Obi and Anthony and Jim Norton. And I remember one time going to New York in her fucking red Camry and hating like, the psycho drama I had to deal with her so much that literally I was welcoming the idea of Jim Norton coming to pick her up from the hotel we stayed at in New York. He he picked her up in a fucking Saturn. This is this is hundred yeah. percent truth. And uh they went off and fucked and shit and I just didn't care. I was just like, Oh god, I hate this, but please take her. And the same thing happened at the very end was um we were on tour it's like me, Don Vito, Ryan Dunn, and they did this whole like uh, "Don't Try This Home" tour. It was like a jackass like nightclub tour type of thing. And I remember being like, "This bitch is crazy." I went out of that situation. I gotta get out of here. Ryan, will you please fuck her? And he looked at me. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I was like, "Listen, I don't care. You can fuck my girlfriend. I don't want to be with her. And I know if she fucks you, then I can finally be done with this." And I remember going out of the tour bus, this old Silver Eagle bus in the parking lot of Jacksonville. And it was like 8 in the morning. And I remember being like, it's done. Because I knew that he was back there getting weird with my hot girlfriend, who was also psychotic as fuck. But she changed now. She's a new person now. So, anyways. Have you ever had a woman just crush you? Yeah. And... It it, it 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 carries on through other women, and and there's there's part it, one of the worst things about being crushed emotionally. This pimp callous heart didn't come overnight, Miguel. Yeah, well, being crushed emotionally by a woman, especially when you didn't deserve it. I've had moments where I've been crushed and I deserve it because I I played. That's loose when you with, sit back and you go, Yeah, ouch. you played loose with somebody's heart. Hey, if anybody listening, don't fuck with anybody's money, don't fuck with their family, and don't fuck with their heart. Those are three Amen. things that if you fuck with on somebody, you deserve the wrath that All comes the smoke. down on you. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, man, fucking with somebody's heart, it is uncool. I see people do it, all the guys I, and girls. I, I did it when I was younger, thinking it was, thinking, because when I was younger, I wasn't thinking about caring about the emotional uh, well-being of another person as much as I was just selfish and wanting things. And when a girl is falling for you and you Allow that to happen without checking her and being like, I don't know if we're in the same place. When you play the game, 
Like you're gonna, well, like you let them get so emotionally, uh, like their guard drops and they're so vulnerable and everything, knowing you're not invested in that. That's shitty. And I did that, and I've done that to women when I was younger. And then when that's happened to me in the past, I've had to look at it and be like, yeah, that's what it's like, motherfucker. You don't do that to somebody, you know. And I do feel bad. I feel bad. I don't dwell on anyone who hurt me in the past, but I, to this day, will just have moments where I'll be like, I should have never done that to that person, because I know that I got over the hurt that's been done to me by having loving, supporting friends. I never did that, but life. I definitely kind yeah. of somewhat exaggerated, like, yeah, yeah, no, I really do like you, baby. That's what I've, I've, I've had. I've had. I never was the I love you when I didn't love them. Thank I God. I see suckers doing that today. I seen suckers doing that like last week. No, I yeah. love you. Like you just you don't even know this bitch's name. What you uh, mean you love never her? Never do that. But I but I was the guy that I'm laying there with her. Okay, thinking, so now now I know. I thought you were talking about that. Type no, not of, the love. Like, but I was shit. no. But I was the guy laying there with them, knowing that I didn't want to be there anymore. But They're also like, knowing I didn't have anything to jump off to. I know so they I'm got Capri Suns and Hot Pockets, and I'm hungry as fuck. I'll stay Boy. the night, baby. I like you. Hey, I, I've, I've, I've stayed the <laughs> night on girls when back in the day when text was new and they used to have that little, little I remember I had that little Sony Ericsson. It used to have a little envelope pop up every time you got a text, and you were trying to text a better option, but nothing came up, and then all of a sudden it's like four, and the girl who's coming out of the club drunk is like, fuck it, I'll fuck the fat guy tonight. And she texts me like, come over, and I'll tell the other girl, I got a roll, man. Something happened horrible to a homeboy of mine I've never mentioned before. You know, <laughs> I've got to go help him out. So most people don't know that in between the eight sausage castles, that, that I only like two or three of them that I transitioned directly into another one. Right. So... It's kind of like like Star Wars, like these, these lost chapters. Ooh, the there are places that I lived. Sometimes sausage manners. Yeah, there were apartments and couches and garages, and and uh, there was a storage unit, and um, <laughs> that I fucking lived in. How long did you live in the storage unit? Until uh, they kicked me out. Was that the, the U-Haul it? one right across the street from Gatorland? What do you think? Like Pizza Hut? A month? A week? Uh, it was like two weeks. Two weeks? No AC? I fucked up because I kept moving my shit in the storage unit, and I think I was causing too much attention, and they someone like someone caught on to me. I know the one right across from Gatorland, too, on OBT? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I know the one right there. <laughs> that was my spot. Two weeks. How, when was that? 2003, 2004-ish. You know, I was living... That's the crazy thing. I was living in Hunter's Creek right there. Right there. Right there. Pepper Mill, Water Bridge. Bro, I was living in Casa Vista right over South there. South Chase. Right over there behind the Publix. I know, on, I know exactly where I'm Young, at. yeah. Me and uh, Mari Stoudemire became an NBA all-star. Me and him would play. He lived uh, over there and we in Sauce Castle 2 was yeah. in South Chase. That's crazy. Yeah. Right on Weatherby Road, right across where the yeah, old bridge is. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go to fucking uh, Cypress Creek High School. He had the keys to the gym, and we would show up, and the cops would show up. I'm like, yo, what up? And I would play basketball with which who now became a huge fucking NBA like all star. And wondering <laughs> like, is he still gonna go to the NBA? Because I could like guard him to an extent. Yeah. And I blocked him a few. Were, all right, I blocked him one time in my backyard, but I was like, <laughs> as he was getting drafted, I blocked this motherfucker. I swatted his ass. You y'all ain't shit. Yeah, and he was drinking Smirnoff Ice and smoking weed and, and couldn't count to 21. He was playing blackjack on my jank-ass blackjack table that I had built and was like, he literally had 21 a couple times. Like, yo, what do I got? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's... That's good enough, Mari. Uh, I guess you... Uh, I guess we... Uh, we it's fucking, a draw. It's, we fold. No, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but anyways... Uh, well, the, remember, air, the storage facility, did it have AC? 
No. Oh, fuck, no. fuck, man. Fuck, no. Fuck. And um, <laughs> it just, like, shout out to the the lady who worked there because there was one when they kicked me out. I had to go live somewhere else. There's that little Italian restaurant next door. Over well, there it too. used to be. It used to be a Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, yeah, yeah. Because I remember the Italian restaurant had all that like jank ass uh, it Christmas decorations. It looked just like lights. a Pizza Hut with Christmas lights. Yeah, because it originally it. was a Pizza yeah. Hut. Man, so anyways, pizza buffet. I called one time and they were like, "Yo, we're getting ready to auction your shit off." I'm like, "No, my fucking 1973 fucking Coca-Cola vending machines in there and this <laughs> jank ass fucking." Uh, Chinese pinball machine that, or this uh, slot machine that I still have that's in the in the game room. There's there are some shit that I wish people would put some fucking respect on. Has been around for many 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 multiple sausage castles. So, anyways, um, I don't remember where we were going with you were talking things. about the in between sausage castles, and I really harped on the uh, the storage facility because that we couldn't just pass that without stopping by. But but we were saying that there was many couches and things you lived on, and it was kind of starting with talking about doing girls dirty. So did you do? Yes. A girl dirty oh my god, thing? you yeah. brought me. I swear to yeah. God, this is not a setup. You literally brought. Me. So there were some AOL chat room situations. <laughs> Got a that couch because motherfucker you. was hungry, and I was talking to him, keeping it smooth and chill. Yeah, come hang out. Do 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 do. I remember like, yo, I have this house. It's called the Sausage Castle. We have a hot tub and a pool. And back then, it was like, oh, shit, word? So you didn't have to, like, and you'd always come up with this story, like, all right, well, if anyone asks, just tell me we knew each other in high school. And you're like, oh, fuck, what high school? Because back in those days, meeting someone on the internet was like a fucking super yeah. taboo, like, whoa, you did what? Like, especially girls are like, no, I didn't mean, no, I know him. I did. I worked with him. We're like, where'd you work? Like, oh, fuck, where'd we work? Charlotte Ruse. They're like, Charlotte Ruse. Uh, anyways. There was, there were some times that uh, I may or may not call some some girls that I wasn't super into. They were pretty in the face. They were always pretty in the face. But this one girl wasn't like unattractive. She actually had a great body. Actually, she showed up to my apartment. I lived in a, a neighborhood called Avalon on Cimarron Boulevard by the airport. I know Avalon. I used yeah. to live, man, God damn, we used to live over in Perching, man. Wow, right I know exactly there. where that's at. Yeah, God damn, Mike, Conway we just following area. each other? Yeah. This whole, like, South Carolina, yeah, we just everything. bounce around. So this girl, uh, and this is what I do remember. I remember her telling me, like, some arrogant shit, like, oh, well, I'm not like, I'm not Yeah. My dad is a doctor, and he's a lawyer, and he owned... And this is what she said, and it still sticks with me to this day. Her family owned, like, some f- big railroad company. And her dad was a doctor and a lawyer, owns a railroad company. So if everyone can find who that guy is and find her daughter that showed up to my house at, like, 3 in the morning in a Range Rover and let me drive that shit to McDonald's. And I was like, and I remember talking to these girls and sometimes I did feel bad, but motherfucker was hungry. Yeah, he got to. And I was like, hey, uh, bring some cheeseburgers. <laughs> and I'd always <laughs> throw be- it at him last minute. Like, yo, you on the way? All right, uh, yeah, can you uh, can you bring some cheeseburgers? And they'd be like, and they weren't thinking like, yo, this guy's broken, starving. They were thinking like, oh, he just needs me to pick up something for him. So yeah. I'm just going to visit this random stranger that I've never fucking met that I think I might have sex with. But he's requesting that I bring cheeseburgers, and I shit you not, not once, not twice, 10, 20 plus times that I meet some random girl because this other girl with a fucking yellow Mustang out by the fucking 
Chisholm Park in St. Cloud, Narcusi, that brought a bag of cheeseburgers. And I was like, oh, my God, thanks for coming. So nice to meet you. Let me give you a tour of the house. By the way, did you bring the cheeseburgers? cheeseburgers. And I was hungry as fuck. And I was sitting here, like, chowing down. And I couldn't even enjoy it because my stomach was, like, nodding up and getting ready to, like, I was getting ready to puke because I was, like, malnutrition at one point. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten a day and a half. Like, She's and, like, so tell me what you're eating. You shut the fuck up. I'm trying to eat my cheeseburger. So I kind of feel. Fuck it, Dave. I kind of feel bad. I feel bad. I was, like, meeting some girls, especially, you know, when a motherfucker was hungry. And I was like, yo, come through, baby. And it was a couple girls I definitely let suck my dick that brought cheeseburgers that I definitely would not admit to at this moment, especially now because girls they don't age that well. There, there was, there's been a couple girls that come around here recently. They're like, "Hey, my God, you remember me? My name is blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, oh, I brought you cheeseburgers." I can see it deep inside of her face. I'm like, "Yo, that's that one cutie fucking patootie that brought me cheeseburgers." And there was one here on New Year's Eve, and I was like. I just, I still love. I'm like, man, oh my, and they were like, Mike, I'm so proud of you to see what you've done, and, and it's really genuine conversation, and I'm just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, I By remember, the way, I look around, make sure no one's looking. I'm like, thanks for bringing those fucking cheese. <laughs> and I was, I back in the beginning. Of True comedy, fucking story. By the way, I remember being on the road with guys, and and this is like when I was first in comedy, where I shouldn't have been going on the road for like two weeks, but if I could, like, you vote, like, here's one of the things with comedy. You're good enough. You might not have the time, but if people like you, people will be like, "Fuck it, come on the road with me." I I, I want somebody to stay in the car. That's like me. It's yeah. like, oh, hey, you want to live here and get a job? I kind of like it. Come on in. Yeah. So I'd be doing 15 minutes in front of guys who were killing it for years, who were just like, "Fuck it, you're good. You do a good 15 minutes. You're chill. I could be on the road where you can keep road secrets, you know." But I remember we're still in their cheeseburgers. Yeah. Well, I remember we 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 were driving. We we're from Orange Beach, Alabama. And we were going to go to Oklahoma to the, the loony. mecca of comedy. Yeah, all the bullshit. We were going to the loony bin in Oklahoma. Richard Pryor. Yeah, <laughs> and we and we were. It was like it was like fucking Sunday. We were done with our last show in Orange Beach, and we're not going to have a show in the loony bin till Wednesday. And I'm on the road with this dude. I ain't going to name his name. Dude, dude was a road dog comic. Do I know him? Old guy. No, I don't think you. Well, I, I, I'll show you because you know Gary Minky. Not Gary Minky. <laughs> There's there's even a phrase called being minkied. It's called being fucked over in comedy that comics around the country know. They call wow. it being minkied. Is it, Gary Minky is this old comic guy, super corny. Nice guy always to me. Nice guy, but make sure you get it in writing, yo. <laughs> yeah, you just never know. But we were, uh, me and this guy, we were on the road. It's Sunday. We're leaving our show. Uh, the condo, you know, they have you have the condo until Sunday morning. So we're leaving. Uh, it's Monday now. It's like fucking four o'clock on a Monday for 4 a.m. And we're driving and I'm like, where are we staying tonight? And he's like, oh, uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you what's up. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm gonna show you what's up. We stopped at like three different 7-Elevens until finally, like he comes back out. He's like, hey, uh, this girl getting off later on. She said she want to kick it with us. <laughs> and this girl, comes, had that homie. This girl comes out of the Seven Eleven looking like me with a bigger, like fucking fat gulp around her neck, big ass earrings on and stuff. And he's like, "Yeah, this is my homeboy. Uh, he could kick it like on the couch or something while we kick it." And she's like, "That's cool." She's like, "I got roommates." And we go up to this place, man. This bullshit walk up apartment, and I'm like sleeping on the floor while he's like banging it out. And then he, com- yeah. he comes up to me. It's like 6 a.m. He's like waking me up. He's like, hey, man, she said we could stay another day. 
That reminds me. <laughs> That's how we lived for like three weeks on the road. Sausage Castle 2, there was a 7-Eleven right over the bridge in Weatherby in South Chase. And there was this gay black dude who was very fucking, very flamboyant. He had like crazy hair. He was like on some Dennis Rodman shit, like a nose piercing. This is the early 2000s. Back early 2000s too, when that was wild. Like, yeah, when you knew a, a black dude who was gay, you're like, oh shit. And then he had like... Colored hair and fucking you crazy. Knew, you knew that dude could throw down like a motherfucker. Yeah, he was, he was swole, too. Super cool dude. And um, you ever meet a guy in the beginning and you and you haven't made it clear that you're actually straight? So then he's kind of like crossing some lines. With this body, I never had anyone not know. <laughs> well, I used, I used when I used to be slimmer, I could fit into some fancy shit. Yeah, so I was looking a little fucking with stankonia. Yeah. I was wearing some purple fucking dress pants and some crazy 70s shirt, some silk shit. I was looking smooth. Now there's not many options for fat dudes in fashion, you dig? However, this guy, this gay dude who was a manager at a 7-Eleven. And it's before I had a cell phone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So so I'd go in there and I'd get these things called shit bags. That's how I lived. I'd take a, a 75 cent bag of Doritos and I'd open it up and I would put it in the nachos and the cheese chili machine, and I would, I can still remember the sound. You push a little white button, and it's like this bag of shit that's gravity-driven coming out of this. It looks like a fucking IV of just heart attack. Nacho cheese and chili that's definitely not like real like ground beef. It's like liquid diarrhea shit. And every time I did it, I had to go in there with confidence I would grab the bag and they rip it open, put it in there. Ring, ring. And it was normally late at night, so you know it wasn't that crowded. I go up to the counter and put this five pound fucking bag, and and I would also tap it off with fucking pickles and onions because I was you know and sometimes tomatoes depending on how they looked you know you know if there was any fruit flies flying around. So and I would take this to the cashier, and if it was the same dude. He would be like, all right, bet, 75 cent, cuz. And I'd be like, all right, cool. Every now and then, it'd be a new person. I'm like, who the fuck is who the fuck is this guy? Who's this lady? And they're like, uh, looking at me like, uh, and then, and then I kind of like me mug them, like, come on now. I need my shit. They tip the, they scan it, and they would scan it at 75 cent, knowing that they see the bag open, and there's five pounds of chili and cheese and tomatoes and pickles and onions in it. And they're like, I think it's at the point where, like, damn, this guy needs this right now. I'm just going to, like, keep it moving. And that's how I fucking lived for years. No fuck. I got got me on camera going into 7-Eleven doing this. But there was this one cool black gay dude who would be like, hey, bro, hey, check it out. Um, Them donuts, we got to, like, throw them away after so so many days, so much time. And, uh... If you let me come party with you, maybe I'll call you and let you know when to come pick up this trash bag the full of donuts. Donut come up. Not just donuts. There was like little t- the little Totino's rolls. There was all these Oh, yeah, because the pizza rolls used to be in there back in the day in the all, 7-Eleven. All them little fucking uh, trays that you yeah. could see that had a little glass cabinet. And, and the pizza the rolls back in the day, they used to be like a breadstick yeah. pulled up with pizza and stuff. It was so good. Yeah, so I would be like, all right, bet. So... I didn't tell him I was straight, and I could tell he was a little fruity, that he kept touching me and kind of made me uncomfortable. I was like, keep it straight, Mike. Just don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. You hungry, ain't you, boy? So I would fucking just stay focused, 
and wait for my phone call every he didn't work every night but every other night he would call he would call the house phone because i didn't have a cell phone at the time little fucking nba basketball fucking phone I, hello hey <laughs> answer the first ring <laughs> come get it i was like bet and we didn't even say it was almost like some secret operative shit he'd go outside with a cigarette walk around hand me a trash bag that i shit you not was like the equivalent of an entire the quarter bottom like it was i would it was say like a santa claus sack yeah santa claus sack trash bag size that was not completely full but a quarter full you take a quarter of danishes donuts fucking all kinds of pastry shit that should get heavy cook all cookies were in there and I was living off the. I was basically living off throwaway, expired. Like we can't legally sell this to people. Seven Eleven food, and I would fucking. I had these little plastic trays, and I would set them out at parties, and have it all. I would re. I would look at some of the donuts. I'm like, ooh, let me throw that in the microwave. I don't know if you know. If you take a glazed donut, put that bitch in the microwave for like a good ten seconds, that bitch come back to life. You talked about this when your homeboys found out and they caught you. Oh yeah, they caught me one time. Because I, I didn't have a car either. I had a motorcycle and a motorcycle driving around <laughs> driving on the highway with a bag of fucking donuts like Santa Claus do not does not go well. And so I would borrow my homie. They'd get high as fuck. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't smoke weed or do any drugs. So they'd get high. And I would be like, all right, y'all want some food? I would be like selling shit. We called it the Fat Kid Cafe. And I would literally be like, taking 20 bucks from them and they all had like serving jobs a couple of them were like supervisor ups so they had like money and shit i was just broke cut as fuck. to 20 years later you've got vending machines and you're giving out free hot dogs and slushies to your people it all comes full circle it's a beautiful thing man and, and the moral story is it's been a crazy year and i know things haven't been easy for anybody but if you're still alive you still got a chance and uh Man, let's just kick ass this year. Can, can we make this year? I really want everybody a good year. to fucking kick ass this can year. Can everyone just not fuck this shit up? Can everyone just stop being a fucking asshole? And when and when we move to a point where COVID's more manageable, realize how badly it sucks not seeing people you care about. You know, step it up and and, and, and be a little more active in the lives of people you care about. Man, call I your just, grandma and say, Grandma, you know, listen, I know you didn't give me nothing but shit for the last 10 years of Christmas, you know, but I I, I forgive you and I love I you. I just, I had. Send her a fucking video telling you love her. My, uh, my Uncle Joe, my aunt's husband, his mom just passed away in December and he wasn't able to see her for a month because she it's was crazy. sick. And my buddy Robert, his Would grandmother. Would that stop you if, if your mom was, God forbid. Your mom was dying in a hospital. Well, the thing was they Would thought you, she was just sick, and they were like, if you come by, it could make her more sick. You could bring anything. So they were all like, okay, you know, whatever to make her better, whatever to make her would better. Would that stop you from going in the hospital? If they if, if they were telling me, like, your mom's going to get sicker if you come in, you could make her more you know, sick. A lot of people say goodbye to loved ones via FaceTime. Yeah, it was That's rough. crazy. So let's just, you know, 20, I couldn't even imagine 2021. That. It puts all of our worries in, in perspective real fast. And keep an eye for the murder hornets because nobody fucking knows where they are. They're still they're still fucking at MIA. <laughs> you guys, man, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we had a great 2020 as best as we could, man. Nobody we know died. We lost some money, but if that's all we're going to fucking lose, I'll take that any time of the day, man. Definitely uh, blessed to be alive. And if you're listening, especially the second hour, man, seriously, thank you. Thank and, you, guys. And, and it's, it's you who listen to this that keep us going. Thank you to uh, Chris and Steven and our whole staff here. Thank you all so much. 
Uh, it's been a blessing. We survived 2020. I didn't want to. I didn't want to start celebrating until after the ball dropped. But yeah, we survived it. Good job, Miguel. Yeah. We did it. We nailed it. And let's uh, look forward to uh, an exciting, different new year. Some new shit. We got some new ideas. And to those of you listening, hopefully become members fire. because I'd love to see you guys at our next event. And when we can have huge events, I can't wait for you to be here. But if you enjoy listening to us, I'd love to meet you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for everything. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support, the love, all the members. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next episode, guys. Have a great week. Goodbye. Miguel. Yeah, yeah. and.